Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode 212 of Big Trouble World Podcast. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm out of scissors. I'm Zach! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we are back with Andy's uh, psychological thriller theme. Uh, we're going to be talking about us, but not us, us, the movie Us. Very confusing. Yes. It's, it's double confusing, too. I didn't know this before. There's a whole other movie called Us that came out before this. It's just when they made this movie, they're like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to call <laughs> yeah, this movie is this movie is specifically called Us 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine because otherwise I get why that would be confusing. Hey, uh, Chaz, I think when you moved your camera, it's like making feedback and stuff. Uh, sounds like there's like a microphone thing, or at least some. Oh. Unless you have a fan running. Yeah, that's not me. What is that noise? Yeah, I hear it too. Okay, let's figure that out. Hold on. Oh. Uh, it was it was Zach, I think. Ah, it was Shadow's work the whole time. <laughs> All right. Um, but before we get into uh, the movie Us, uh, we're going to be doing, uh, you know, stuff that we've been watching, playing, or doing. I'll go first. Uh, I, since we are watch or talking about Us, I went on a Jordan Peele thing um, where I watched a movie, Nope. Um, so that means... Me and Andy's watched Nope. Did Chaz, did you watch Nope? All right, so no. ma- like Tombstone, we all have to see it. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm just waiting until it's not twenty dollars to rent. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I I because I can't. I don't want to spoil it because it's just a fucking great movie. But yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it has like H.P. Lovecraftian to it and stuff, um, and. Yeah, I can't. You gotta watch it. I don't want to ruin it or anything. Uh, it's really hard to talk about because, like, the trailer shows you some stuff, but they do a really. They finally like some people know how to mix a trailer to not ruin the movie, and Nope is a great example of that. They they did a really good job. Yeah. Um. Other thing, I watched the movie Firestarter, not the one with Drew Barrymore in the eighties. The one that recently came out with Zac Efron. Uh, because it, it, if you heard the past episodes, I've been into a lot of Stephen King stuff, uh, and I also been watching a lot of Stephen King movies and stuff uh, as well. Uh, I rewatched The Mist. Man, that fucking ending at The Mist, fucked up, bro. <laughs> what he does in that and what happens, and that's another movie I don't want you to spoil because if you haven't seen it, you're just gonna be like, no way, bro. <laughs> All he had to wait was two more fucking minutes. Wait, do we? Who, who here has watched The Mist? Because I definitely have. Fuck that ending. Oh man, I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really like you're you're just like, oh my god! All you had to do was wait, and that's the only thing I'll yeah. give. Uh, it's not. A, yeah, and I'll say too, like I'm, we're not. I'm not saying like, oh, it's bad. It's not, like it's not a bad ending. It's actually a great ending. It's just a shock, like really, really shocking, kind of messed up type of situation. But it is what it is. I, I agree. Well, yeah. To spoil it. The funny thing about the Mist, the book, is that it it's open ended. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. Th- that's not uh the, the the what's in the movie is not what's in the book. Uh, is it Stephen King? Is that right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Steve, uh, they showed the ending to Stephen King, and Stephen King is like, fuck yeah, that's, that's a bomb-ass ending. So he approved the ending of what they did. Now, on the other hand, with Stanley Kubrick and The Shining, he didn't really like that well, uh, that much. But then he, like, gave in because of the cult classic stuff and all that crap. Um, Gaming-wise, uh, I've been banned on Xbox uh, for 14 days. So Good. I, <laughs> so I, I can't really uh, do anything multiplayer-wise. I was going to play Forza with you guys, but... Uh, I'll bet. You yeah. said that. I was like, he wasn't going to play fucking Forza. You, you, had coitus, you had coitus with too many moms. And you just got banned from the Xbox. Uh, careful, too, many, too many game rewards, probably. No, I, I'm going to give the short version, and trust me, I'm not going to say the game reward because of YouTube and, and Susan. I don't want the, her banning us on YouTube. Um, but he can't, like, I won three to one, right? And he was getting a lot of shots in, what? in, in NHL 22. Gotcha. So, so he was getting a lot of shots on net. And my goalie was saving thing, and I was poke checking the fuck out of him, you know, the puck to like loosen it and then put my. Yeah, we all know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, take the stick and you poke the the puck to get it off the player. Uh, And then uh, I positioned myself so that my player would block a shot, and he lost at the end. And he came back and he he said some snide remark that I kind of just responded with GG. And then he goes. Yeah, but you're. He goes like, yeah, but you would have lost anyway. I was like, I was like, all right. I said GG to you, and like, I was being. That's that's it. That's that. This is your mistake. Yeah. You say GG, and then he keeps talking, and then you give him the I said good day, sir. Just don't talk to him anymore. Yeah, and he, he gave in to hate. Yes. You 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 let the dark side take over. He embraced the hate. That's I use, right. I use the analogy. That's why you're banned. I use the analogy. It's kind of like when you annoy a uh, Zach. Your your thing is going off again. By the way, is is your gain a little high? By the way, I haven't adjusted my settings at all. Is it near like a, a PC screen or whatever? Or not a screen? Jesus Christ! A speaker fan. My microphone's in the same position it's in every time we do this. Yeah, that's. Weird. I don't hear it right now. So yeah, I, I, I think it's just when he's silent for a while, like it starts picking up background noise. Yeah, yeah. So you might. Have... I, I hate to. I hate to have all this done. Like I want to hear your story. I'm sorry. But... Yeah. Um, but anyway, he he goes, you know, you lost your pussy. Look look at the stats, and he takes a picture with his fucking Walmart cell phone, uh, and posts it on the uh, in the messenger app. And I just I I I said, you know what? Fuck this. I use the analogy. It's like when you beep at a guy road rage then you find out the guy has a gun well i was the guy with the gun and i just started fucking blasting uh, <laughs> and he, he i guess he got offended by what i said and he reported it and then microsoft just says you didn't find the file the uh follow the guidelines so bye bye and i was like but you didn't tell me why you didn't show any proof and yeah, they have the proof. You said something you shouldn't have said. That's what I mean. Like, but, just don't reply. But you, but you got to show why I got, uh, you know, it's it, you got to show your the accuser. But you're I, gonna wind up on that that funny Xbox messages subreddit, man. Like you can't. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I want to be. That's my goal in life. Um, but yeah. Anyway, he's a pussy. I um, mean, he should have just took the L, and maybe I should have shut up, but I'm the guy with the gun in Road Rage. Um, if, if you really want to make someone mad and really get them without it being something that would do that, this is advice to anybody. All you need to put is that I hope the the things that you want in life 
happen for you and you still feel unfulfilled and just leave. It's like the meanest thing you could say without saying a single insult. It's like, I hope you get everything you've ever wanted and you're still not happy with it. It's, like the mean, it's seriously like the meanest thing you can say to someone and it's still like, well, that seems kind of nice, but it hits deep. I, I I like the other one. Uh, one guy got pissed off at me, and I was like, "I want to kiss you all over your face." And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's, and he's uh, like, he's like gay. And I was like, "All right, bye." <laughs> my my uh, my favorite uh, thing ever was when a guy I yelled at a, uh, someone we were playing with. Uh, I think it was League of Legends actually. Mm-hmm. And someone was chatting back, and he was like something about, "Oh yeah, whatever." You know, he's throwing out the the gamer words and calling him. These all, all these slurs, and then he finally says, "Yeah, show your mom that." And he starts saying all this, "Your mom, like, fuck your mom, all that." And then, and then the guy's like, "Jokes on you, I've got two dads." And then the guy just did not say anything the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it off. Yeah. So any anyway, I uh, decided to play the single player of <laughs> NHL 22 and, and I was being a player pro uh, and I was getting my ass kicked by the fucking computer. And then I was like, man, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, but yeah, I, I did that. And then obviously, um, had some, uh, family things that I've told you guys, but I'm not going to say on the air. Um, and that's it. I think I'm trying to think what else I've possibly done. Nope, that's it. Andy, what about you? I Very little. I, I wish I had something more interesting to say. I really wanted to watch Get Out this week, but it didn't. I didn't quite get the time, and it did, also I couldn't find anywhere to watch it for free. <laughs> I, I maybe, that's our, today, but... maybe that's our tombstone instead of Nope, because Nope's still too fresh, but I watched Get Out. I know I'll get to that later, but... Mm. Yeah, so we get to it next week. You got to watch Get Out now. Yeah, I've been wanting to rewatch it because I I watched Nope last week. I watched Us this week. I want to watch Get Out and have it fresh and like finally like rank these three movies in my head because I've been flip flopping on them since I saw Nope. So I think I like Nope the most. Well, you know what I think Us is. Well, I think Get Out's probably the best movie, but I think the most enjoyable. You know, I'd like going all over the place. I get, I'll try to watch it. Uh, it. This this whole week has been misfires. I tried to start um, Metal Gear Two. But I wanted to make sure that I record all the footage because I want to be able to master a video for podcast or surpass Metal Gear coming soon to YouTube. And I've changed nothing. I have all the same cables plugged in, all the same settings, kind of like Zach's microphone issue. Like everything's the exact same. And my PC's like, eh, no, you're not streaming, you're not recording, you're not doing anything. I, okay. I unplugged everything, I plugged everything back in, and like, you know how it is, like, you spend like an hour and a half doing this, and it's like, fuck, I don't even want to play this game anymore. Like, it just kind of came up. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I'm going to revisit it. I'm going to revisit the whole thing. Yeah, you got to worry about, like, when Microsoft does their updates, they fuck with everything. So make, yes. sure, so make sure you always, like, look at that. Uh, uh, when I uh, when I started up OBS, it ran an update too, and I want to blame that. But usually, the OBS updates don't fuck me like uh, this. OBS does it, so that's... Okay, well, I don't know. Some, something something somewhere has done something. But usually, if OBS isn't working, I can get video in the Elgato software, and I'm not getting that either. So it's mm. my HDMI splitter, or the Elgato device, or my HDMI cable, or I don't know. It's something somewhere at some time in some place. I fucking, I don't know. Um, other than that, I, don't, I watched a fuck ton of YouTube. I watched a bunch of dumb shit about Pokemon cards, and I looked at Pokemon cards. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> oh, if you're, if you're mad about that, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
I know what I know what you got into this way. Jesus. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm done though. That's all I got. A couple misfires and a bunch of Pokemon stuff. All right, Shadow Zack, you're up. Is it still here? Yeah, it's still here. But if you're talking, it's not that bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what did I do? I uh, started. Uh, I got a PS5, and it's here. Hooray! I, ch- I changed out the plates because I don't like the white shit. I put black on it. Nice. <laughs> um, I've got uh, Control Ultimate Edition. I'm finally going to get to play that game. I always wanted to play it, and it pissed me off because I heard of all the performance issues it had on base PS5s or PS4s, and I can never play it. If you like it, tell like talk about how good it is because I bought it and then never played it. <laughs> well, I played it. Animation. I, I played an hour. I played an hour of it last night just to kind of like, you know, dip my get my beak wet because I just finished something else or I was really close to it last night and I knew I was going to have to get something else ready to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really interesting game, I'll say that. <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain what it's about and what happens because so much shit happens within like that first hour. I it's heard like a, a, a real fish out of water kind of experience. It's supposed to be a weird... I heard Tim Rogers talking about it, and, like, him talking about it was, like... He kind of said the same kind of stuff, like, it's hard to talk about in this way, blah, 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 blah. So after that, I decided, eh, that sounds pretty good. Okay, uh, anyway, uh, I played Resident Evil 7, and I beat it. I beat the main game. Oh, man, um, I'm so far behind now. Fuck. <laughs> I did that within a week. And I started playing the DLC. Uh, none of it's like real. I mean, I started playing the band footage stuff, and none of that's like really uh, super uh, in depth or anything. Uh, one of them's cool. One of them's actually like a, a mini game that kind of reminds you of like the Call of Duty zombie shit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but it's just you by yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you pretty you got you have to survive until like six a.m. or some shit. I got to like hour three before I died. Nice. Uh, I like um, the one where uh, the son and stuff does like the jigsaw shit, where he's like, he doesn't say let's play a game, but he does say let's play a game, <laughs> and you have to like solve a puzzle uh, before something happens. And I also want to play the Chris one as well. Yeah, I got to play the actual DLC, which. I was going to say for, like, later, uh, which is, yeah, the Not Hero, Chris DLC, and then uh, End of Zoe, which is a surprise, a bit of a surprise, I think, narratively, given what happened in the story. <laughs> um, but other than that, I haven't really played anything else. I've kind of been, like, looking at stuff to get for the PS5, trying to gauge, like, what's when when's stuff's coming out what's coming out um it still looks like uh there's not a whole lot that's coming out that i'm interested in until like next year but i have it so oh uh ra7 on ps5 is neat uh i'm playing it in the enhanced uh the enhanced frame rate mode i tried it with the ray tracing and I, i don't know i couldn't tell a whole lot different like the lighting is like a little better it's I prefer the the original in-game lighting to, like, the ray tracing lighting. It's more moody. So. I understand that ray tracing is the future, and I've seen games use it to great effect, but right now it just feels like a buzzword. Like, it's not doing that much for me. I feel like it kind of is, but in, in I'm still, like, waiting to see before I write it off. Hmm. 
because everybody's like ray tracing, ray tracing, ray tracing, and it's like I've played two games. I've seen well, I've seen three games get played, including ones I've played. That some of these are upgraded games that have it now. Mm-hmm. Control is technically a last gen game, and now it's enhanced and it has it too, and it looks. It's like oh shit, reflections. I'm like okay, the reflections are better on the fucking floor where there's already reflections. Or, like, the the other example was, like, Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered. It's like, when you land on the fucking building you're climbing up, you see yourself. You see everything behind you. I'm like, okay, that's that's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry. Something <laughs> else. Do you have a 4K television now? Yeah. Okay. So, so the capability's there. Yeah. Trace all the rays. I trace all the rays and all the Ks. Well, not eight, but whatever. That's later. Yeah, yeah that's that's future. It's why it's an option, but it's not. Don't do don't do too many Ks. No, I'm not gonna do too many Ks. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for me, though. Okay, so. Zach, uh, just check the private chat. By the way, I put check something out uh, in Streamyard. Uh, but Chaz, you're up. What have you been watching, playing, or doing? Okay, so well, before I get to that, I want to start off with my my review of Black Swan because that is one of the things I did, but I didn't get a chance to talk about last week because I, I got the uh, the the blitzy shits last week. It was great, um, felt awful, so I wasn't able to join you guys. But um, so I thought I would, I would read it off as I, I wrote it to be uh, so eloquently put in in a text I was going to send uh, for you all to read, but then. Uh, was told, I'll just read it out. So, um, now reading this, I don't know if I should do it in a funny voice or not. G- give me yays or nays. Do a, Chaz or Meatwad, what, what do we want? Chaz. Go with Chaz. Okay. That makes more sense, because I think I, don't, I think I would get through it as Meatwad. Okay. Black Swan is an excellently, excellently layered movie. It displays a superficial, provocative nature about human desires uh, as a facade to its deeper cautionary tale about how the pursuit of a goal by any means necessary can lead to a path of dehumanizing wreckage. Sex and lust are used as devices of desire but are simultaneously red herrings as a true downfall of our protagonists is pride and glory. Remember, I had a fever when I wrote this. The dichotomy of a story in parallel to the actual narrative of Swan Lake is brilliant. The entire film is a meta-analysis of Swan Lake in modern real-life application. The true suspense of the film lies in the protagonist's inner psychosis, which distorts the viewer's understanding of what is and isn't real. It commands the audience's attention throughout the film for a thrilling ride until the very end. The protagonist's mother may seem like an afterthought at first, but is one of the most unsettling characters I have ever seen in a film. And that stacks up with quite a few psychopaths and murderers. In summary, Black Swan is one of the best movies I will never watch again. Hmm. I would highly recommend it to anyone that enjoys a good, stressful cinematic experience and a loss of sleep. Eight out of ten. So, you recommend it? Yeah, I say yeah, I'd recommend it. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, if you have time... But you said you'll never watch it again, though. I I said I would highly recommend it. watch again. Absolutely, I have a, I have several movies that I have no desire to ever watch again, but are some of the best things I've ever watched. Like that's just how it is sometimes. I mean, honestly, there's a bunch of Darren Aronofsky movies that I don't feel like, like Pie. I don't know if I'll ever watch Pie again, but it's a great movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So in terms of what I've been watching, playing, or doing, I already brought it up. I, I did watch Get Out after watching Us. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited to come do the same thing and compare it to. To nope um otherwise 
not been watching uh, too much else of anything. I've just been really busy with work and, uh, and such, except for um, I decided to try to catch them all. So uh, my, my little, I figured <laughs> rather than talk about it, I, I actually would show everybody. So I'm going to get myself up going set to up your here. Life. Bing bong. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my camera set up here real quick. Pokemon camera. Yep. We're going to get that set up. Here we're going to ask catch them in studio two. Ash. <laughs> all right so uh we're gonna crack live packs i have eight celebrations packs here uh that we're just gonna crack live and see how they look oh yeah because i have a problem all right we got a dialga which is like one in a billion Zerius. yeah uh, vettel uh we got our our cool pikachu which the, I've, I've the large jungle of. pikachu yeah i've got like three or four of these now which they're neat looking but it's i like, never did get one somehow even though it's common as hell well, here we go. That's all you, buddy. Let's see. I don't know if I like my angle of my camera there or not. Got to work on so that cool. lighting situation, too. Yeah, well, I originally had it set up. Well, let's just move it back where it was. I had it set up over here. I think that might be better, but... Yeah, yeah so I'll just do that. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. It's hard to do backwards, so... We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get used to it there. I, I can I can try to do it backwards. Pull that, pull that, uh, that old-school Charizard. It's worth, like, 50 bucks out of that set. All right, so we got the Cosmolem. I wish our... I had music for this. <laughs> uh, you better look for it and play the the Pokemon theme song. No, I'll get I'll get fucking copyrighted strike for that. Uh, so we like sing it. I want to be the very best. Oh yeah, hooray! We did get a Venusaur. Sweet, I didn't have this one. You should play the Lavender Town uh, theme from like the the haunted Game Boy version. That one where it's all backwards and that shit. song sucks. Oh, you yeah. suck. Oh yeah, I got the Professor's Research, uh, which I never a bad thing to open that because always want to use those. Yeah, it's so we got our our Dialga. What We're is this? Yeah, another Xerneas, and then oh, I got a Mew! Hooray! I need yeah, I need, need a playset. So it's number two. I need two more. Oh, my code's getting stolen. All right, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. It's out of here. I I, I want to point this out. I'm happy that he like pre-cut these fucking packs. Because <laughs> imagine like oh yeah yeah. 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 Otherwise, you'd get a whole bunch of. <laughs> but I I have an empty pack this morning. Anymore. <laughs> so we got oh got a Zekrom. What's wrong with you all? <laughs> they're like in the full throes of a fucking meth addiction right i'm now. not as bad as he is i'll tell you that hurry oh you don't say. understand yeah it's uh, i don't want to talk about it this actually it's funny though spent more on pokemon cards in a week than i have in my entire life so i want to point out though i actually went back and looked since i started doing this about a month ago i was like how much have i actually spent and i was like okay that's not too bad Compared to magic, like this really is like I'm just smoking cigarettes compared to like doing heroin because like it's like high grade heroin. Like I have literally spent more money on one singular card than I have on all the stuff I've bought Pokemon so far, and I've done that multiple times over the past year. Or so, uh, so I got oh I got something nice in full art. I just saw it. So we got Zekrom, we got Cosmog. What's that? That full art. Oh, it's a surfing Pikachu. Hooray. I don't have that yet, so that's good. I'll add that to the collection. It, it serves. It's a Pika Pika. All right. We're, we got three more. We're almost done, guys. If people were like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I didn't look to crack packs of fucking nerds. Well, guess what? That's, that's what we're doing. We're doing show and tell from now on. <laughs> Shining Magikarp. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that one. And Zabazenta. Okay. 
I actually want that shining magic art. That, that is pretty cool looking. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I, got, I got all this shit on my desk. There you go. Steal that code, YouTube. Go for it. Yeah, get it. They play the the digital one is fun. By the way, you should play the game. I, I have some. Yeah. I, I'm afraid to try it now because of time commitments. But yes, eventually I, I will try it. Uh, I've got all the like. I've realized after I was like, I need to save these packs. The Lunala there, which is like, yeah. So far, not too bad. I mean, getting the, the Venusaur would be good. Let's just see if we get there and get that Charizard. That's what I need. I don't have the Charizard. That's is every card shiny? What the fuck, man? Yeah, it's celebrations. Yeah, yeah, celebrations oh, is weird. Bummer. Another Lunala. Not not too bad. So let's shut off the, the rares real quick. It's it's like uh, that thing where the Steely in the alternate universe Rick and Morty. Let's show them what we stole. This is worth 25 grapples. 25 grapples. <laughs> so we got... Uh, that's some fun stuff there. Uh, just do that, one at a time. Yeah, the shining magic card. Shining magic card's worth about ten bucks. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow, that's pretty neat. Pikachu on the surfboard. The... We got two of the professor's research. We got the Mew, which actually I'm most excited about that. And the Venusaur. Uh, got to get that uh, that Charizard now to finish the the set there. Yep. Oh, then, yeah, I got the Venusaur and the Blastoise, but I never got the Charizard. Chubby Pikachu. Yeah. That's right, the chunky boy. All right, so that's what I've been doing, and I don't think the train is slowing down, guys. I, I think I'm going to keep doing this. It's, it's way too fun. I, Imagine I honestly it. can't tell you how how fun it's been to open packs lately. It's like my my inner crackhead is just satiated. I thought he was going to be like, we ain't done here, and he fucking pulls out another <laughs> <laughs> I have here Wizards of the Coast booster box from 2001. We're going to crack every box, every seal. Oh, maybe one day looking for that me too shining me too no that's great all right other than well, that anything else well we just lost half our viewership sorry well, i'm happy uh, that, i'm happy that you said them out loud because imagine if you're just showing them because remember we have audio listeners and they're just probably like is he gonna is he gonna keep going <laughs> oh yeah that's true they're like uh yeah, i just hear one. a lot of crumbling for like four minutes What's going on there? He went, ooh, I wish I could see that. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I, that was fun. That was fun. I, I admit that was fun. But if you have nothing left, um, let, let's let get into Us. Again, not Us, but the movie Us. So, Andy. Well, let's get into Us. You want to get into Us? No. Well, no that's let's get of... into it. <laughs> yeah. Take so, it. Oh, yeah. This, in terms of things, go. this is like the second most stressful thing I've watched in like the last week. Um, there was this press conference. You guys have heard about this guy named Phil Brooks. Hilarious. Yeah, actually, it was it was comedy gold. But yeah. anyway, sorry. Well, I'm, I'm just memeing. We'll be discussing the full matter about that on Thursday when we finally talk about all that because it was my fault. Um, Speaking of hilarious stuff in the news, the Queen died. Oh, okay, just kidding. <laughs> Okay, all of our British uh, listeners just left. That was it. They, they were money! <laughs> I, I did hear that they're not going to have to print their money on 8x10s in order to fit on King Charles's ears. Man. That was, that was, that was the bad joke that I saw immediately after re- felt... Write, write that joke for Jay Leno in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's the first comment I saw after I saw the Queen died. I saw the news. Top comment is that. I'm like, Really? That's the thing I see first? Like, really? Okay. All right. Here we are. All right. Oh, well. Andy, take us away with us. Um, us is 
uh, remake of an episode of the Twilight Zone, the end. <laughs> That's not entirely true. It is based partially, according to Jordan Peele, and honestly, if you've seen the episode, you'll know that anyway. It's based on the Twilight Zone episode, Mirror Image, which we have watched on this very show. Go back and listen to it. Was it this last January we watched Mirror Image? Yes. Or a year ago? Yeah, it was. It's, uh... Well, obviously, major spoilers. If you haven't watched us, go watch it. It, it is pretty recent. It's from 2019, so it, you'd be forgiven for not having seen it yet. Um, a family goes on vacation, and they find themselves stalked by their very own doppelgangers, a, a, a family identical to them, the exact same look, physical, you know... And uh, apparently these people are trying to kill them and replace them, and shit gets crazier from there i guess I, I don't know so someone needs somewhere to jump off from from this movie because there's, there's a lot of depth here to talk about but i mean just running it down in a couple sentences is kind of tough well oh it is yeah the thing is like when you watch the beginning of this movie i mean obviously you see the, the husband and wife and their daughter and you really have to watch what happens here uh, when it leads up to that, that house of mirrors and stuff. And when she sees herself. Uh, yeah. I mean, you saying that reminds me, I'll just get this out of the way right now. This movie is super rewarding to watch a second time. Like you catch a lot of stuff mm -hmm. watching the first, I mean, just that last frame you're on, there's a shot of the television. Yeah. Look on the left side, the, the VHS tapes. Chud. Chud. What is Chud about? Chuds. Chuds, monsters from underground in New York City, like coming up, and another another film that's on that shelf, The Goonies, primarily takes place in underground tunnels. Like, there's tons of like little things like that that I just really like about this movie, and that's that's really cool. And also, this commercial is a big reason of you know the twist near the end. And by the way, even though the message of this commercial is like everybody hold hands and hippie stuff of, you know, making sure the world is full of love. But like when you look at it, it's like creepy on how like Jordan Peele puts it. And then when you see the shadow people do it, um, which is amazing on, on what he does with that. He, he takes real life situations in like, I haven't seen get out yet, um, but I'm pretty sure that that is probably a staple. Uh, but like when we with nope you have the monkey situation that oh, yeah yeah so like that's a real world situation that happened uh, i mean they skewed a little of the details but we'll we'll get to that if we ever talk about it uh on on our show uh, but back to us like you see this and a lot of his movies he used a lot of biblical stuff like there was the homeless guy uh I was looking for it because of what you said in our chat, but did you look up what Jeremiah eleven eleven is? Yes, and let me see if I can get that real quick. I've got it. I've got it up. If you want it, uh, therefore, yeah. thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Settle down. <laughs> I think we're just feeding that narrative. I think I fed this the last time I was there. God's an asshole, but he's, but he's always watching. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. everywhere. And another good thing, uh, another symbolism, rabbits. And if, when you think of rabbits, you think Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. Um, and, you know, near the end when she goes into the, the playhouse and then that playhouse t turns into, uh, the, the mirror house turns into like an escalator and shit. 
And then you see like these halls and these rabbits just fucking roaming around. Uh, so I like that touch that he does in this movie. Yeah, I have to admit, the the Alice in Wonderland thing hadn't even occurred to me. Like I was thinking rabbits. The when you think of rabbits, you think of the two ears. The two ears kind of look like two digits. Looks like an eleven, but they also look like a pair of scissors, which is another visual theme in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's so cool. I went a different route because my I went. This is my doc talk for the the show. Uh, rabbits have several different type of diseases they carry that affect humans, and one of them of which will cause uh, severe uh, hallucinations, uh, paranoia, delusions of grandeur, um, and can cause rabbits you to carry this. Yeah, this a couple different bacterial illnesses and parasites they can carry. Um, including other ones that will just cause like typical like bloodborne disease, and you know you can end up with like really uh, significant um, uh, lymphadenopathy and and uh, pneumonia and, and and kill you. But uh, never nevertheless, the psychotic features that you get like are really aggressive. And I'm not referring just to rabies, like not it's not that, but yeah. like it can cause you to have uh, um, these weird paranoid feelings, specifically ones where you feel like you're you have a doppelganger that's out to get you that there are actually case reports of that which i thought were really really cool. yeah 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 so <laughs> i have no idea if that's a thing it might be total coincidence because rabbits aren't like the primary vector for like they are like a, a one that's massive in the u.s but throughout the world there are several other like uh animals similar to to hares that will cause the same thing but I just thought it was a super cool thing. I was like, well, that's kind of neat, but it probably has nothing to do with this movie. But the fact that people would be eating it and they could have all these psychotic stuff, and I don't know, it was kind of neat. Uh, all right, Zach, we need a fourth interpretation for just the rabbits. Go. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like bunnies. Uh, another, I guess, Doc Talk, if you could confirm, you can't survive off a rabbit, right? Like, you need to eat other things or you actually starve. Yeah, isn't it, like, too lean or something? There's not enough fat in it? Well, yeah, I mean, you would, it's not just that. Like, you would have to eat other things just because nutritionally, like, a content, yeah. I mean, it's not just the lean. It's just, like, again, you're only eating, like, one section of what you would need in a total diet. So, eventually, you have a lot of issues. But, again, rabbits, especially if you're eating them raw, like, rabbits carry several diseases. People don't realize that there's a, a very significant bacterial illness people get commonly if they're hunters. Uh, so if they eat rabbit, they hunt rabbit, or if you have rabbits they, and you like touch their poop and stuff, you can get it. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, just just one of those things. Rabbits are not like. I, here's my hard argument: skunks are a better pet than than a rabbit. You just got to do a little work. You know? I, I imagine that's intentional. I mean, every little thing. I uh, I did something I never do. I hate to just uh, when we watch a movie. I hate to just read the trivia on IMDb and like regurgitate a bunch of it on the show because I, I feel like that's hacky. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I can do a better job. But I read the trivia on IMDb for me for this movie because I just I'm so interested in this movie. I wanted to know more about it. Like just now, uh, Dubs uh, for our audio listeners, Dubs always like zips around the movie on the screen a little bit, and just like shows little scenes, and it helps you know jog some of the conversations just like it is with me just now um on the back of their vehicle it has that stupid little stick figure family thing that a lot of people mm-hmm. have when the doppelgangers appear in the driveway that's how they're standing is in that order to mock <laughs> that specific decal like it's just like little details like that are very intentional and it's just i love the way that jordan peele sets movies up like this because there's just one after another after another after another and layers and layers and layers of this stuff 
Mm-hmm. Like even uh, I read also uh, the the little boy's name is Jason, and he wears a mask all the time. He named him Jason just because of Friday the Thirteenth. Like they're like, oh, we'll call him Jason. He wears a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I like that. I liked every ca- like character in this movie, um, and I. Usually when in horror movies, and I don't know if you classify this as a horror, maybe like a horror thriller in some way. Um, I think it is. I mean, people like stalk him in the dark and there's murder and stuff. Seems like a horror movie to me. I thought Mm -hmm. so. I yeah. the humor in this was great, especially like I got five on it, <laughs> and it got to play it like in like murderous scenes. I was like, "Fuck, this is amazing! I love it." Uh, uh, he's what, what's great about him. I don't know what it is. It's like he's trying to have, like, oh, let's have all the family get together. And, like she's oh, like, the father. The father's the best character. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Let's talk about why the dad is the best character. And yes, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. He's, oh, he, he's, he's fun. He's always wanting to like, yeah, he's, he's dabbing. And they're like, you're too old. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the whole movie is when he turns up with a boat for no reason. He just has a boat. He just has a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and that boat. It's like, why are you all being buzzkills? Get in the boat with him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's playing. I got five on it. He's, he's he had a surprise boat. He wants to it, does, it does set up a funny joke later is where he's like take my wallet uh, take 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 the you can take the boat and nobody wants like, that boat dad no one wants that boat <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that made me laugh harder than almost anything in the movie because that's such a serious like like sequence like because they're they've actually been kidnapped by these people and she's like nobody wants that boat like she still is just like hard like no that boat sucks as, lo- <laughs> as long as we're talking about stuff that's like horror mixed with uh uh with levity with comedy my one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie of all time now is uh when the the white family's been killed and the wife is like bleeding out and crawling toward her dead husband played by tim heidecker and the doppelganger like reaches his hand out like he's gonna help her up and she like starts and he goes no he does the the slow thing and like does his hair pulled the rick flair bit i It's so hilarious and so unsettling all at once. It's one of my favorite things I've ever seen in a horror, in any movie, really, but in a, in a horror movie, certainly. And I well, don't, I, it's hard to explain why, but I really like that scene. Well, it also yeah. establishes that his, his shadow self is also a huge asshole. Yeah, a huge, exactly, because they're like linked or whatever. So he's also just a huge prick. It's great. It's just, it, 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 like, um, a lazier screenplay would have had him do that earlier in the movie to like, you know, the main character, the the main, uh, the, the main dad, like he would have turned up. They were talking about the boat. A lazier screenplay would have had him do it to him to set it up. But I think it, it's, it works so good because you can tell, Oh, he does that because he's the doppelganger of a prick. Like he's an asshole. It works really well because mm-hmm. the screenwriting is so strong. Like, it doesn't have to rely on something weak and lazy like that. It, it's it's exactly it. It's, like, they lay it on thick throughout the, the film that he, he's a dickhead. It's like, okay, I get it. Like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You, you, you would do that. Yeah. Uh, what's great about, because I also watched this the second time, because after I watched it the first time, um, then I went on YouTube because I like to watch all the, you know, explain what happened in this movie. And then they tell you like what you missed and stuff. Uh, there was signs that happened multiple where you're just like, Oh, 
she does do some weird things. So like when she puts, uh, when they put the radio on, I got five on it. Her snapping her fingers was out oh, of rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so it's so unnerving. Like, uh huh. I hate it. I I can't. I I don't even like watching that scene. And then she like teaches the son, and he's doing it too. And it's just I hate it. And, oh yeah, and it's ha- off. And how she eats the strawberry is fucking weird. Um, and that was another sign too, because she's eating it like it's a corn on a cob kind of thing. And uh, there is an interview where uh, Jordan Peterson says. You know, in Get Out, there's you mean Jordan Peele? Jordan Jordan Peele. Sorry, I don't know if I want to about Jordan Peele <laughs> about this movie. Uh, uh, actually, that, that might be interesting. Definitely didn't make this movie. <laughs> um, what, what you see here, in, uh, uh, where, where she's eating the strawberry, and um, it's not really, it is not biblical. Hitler. Hitler did this, and this is what happened. Eating strawberries. It's a damned catastrophe. <laughs> Wait, are you doing Jordan Peterson or Maga Kermit? What was that? Yeah, it sounded like Kermit to me. Jo- Jordan Peele. You, you know back where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit, you frog here. And make sure to make your bed, because if you don't, well, now I'm just going into Obama fucking Kermit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back back to seriousness, I guess. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, Jordan geez. Peele did mention in Get Out in this movie, um, there are certain characters that eat things weird that are, yes, yeah, the cereal thing in Get Out, I think. Yeah. Um and yeah, it, it, it's the cereal thing. I mentioned that it's like who, you're a psycho if you eat cereal that way. Yeah, I, I find that really insulting because Jordan Peele just said, "Oh, I just wanted a weird way for someone to eat cereal." I was like, "I eat cereal like that, Jordan Peele." <laughs> what? Got milk? Yeah, I, I eat cereal dry with a glass of milk. That's fucking weird. What's wrong I, with I, you? I, what I do? Fuck you. We're on the sidebar. Some people apparently will pour like milk in the glass and then put the cereal on top of it, but it's in the glass. Who eats cereal out of a glass? Communist. Exactly. So, like, shit, it's fuck? weird. It's going to be in the next Jordan Peele movie. It's going to be. shadow people or some shit. I don't know. People are going to be, like, shoving spaghetti noodles up their nose <laughs> and snorting it or something. He's yeah. like, I'm running out of weird food things. <laughs> uh, more signs in this movie, by the way, which I was annoyed that in the first round of watching this, I was kind of like, Man, why didn't I catch this before? But when she, they're at the doctor and therapist, and obviously, you know, they're saying she's not talking. She does. She's not my baby anymore. And mm-hmm. and then it clicked. I'm like, holy fuck! <laughs> like, when, when like it, I said, this is a really rewarding second watch because there's so much stuff that just basically tells you what's going on. And it's so easy. To yeah. So I, I I'm gonna say this now again. I had not watched this film until I watched it last week. I didn't have anything spoiled for me. Like I knew like kind of what the gist of the movie was, but I didn't know like any shocks or surprises about anything. I'm pretty sure, but it's cause I was doing the whole, like I'm an asshole and I'm going to just try to guess right away. Uh, well, you know, like what happens the moment she saw the doppelganger in there in the office, I was like, yeah. Oh, that's her. Like that. That's, that's the, that's the, the chud. Uh, like I've it's a sh- shadow. Yeah, I've, wa- I've watched far too much fucking weird wrestling and other random shit that tries to pull shit over on me that I'm already, like, guessing it. Like, real real talk is a side thing to just boast that. Uh, I have never watched The Notebook. My wife, uh, we'd already been together for, like, seven or eight years, tried to get me to watch The Notebook. 
Five minutes into the notebook, I guessed the ending, and she turned it off and said, well, you just fucking ruined Valentine's Day and went to sleep. (laughs) I've still never watched it, but I already know how the movie ended because I guessed it five minutes in. That's a real story. Uh, But anyway. uh, Sounds like you saved yourself a headache. Well, I actually heard it's not a a bad film. The book's supposed to be okay or whatever, but like I just guessed it. I was like, oh, that's probably what that is. It's like I've just watched enough things. It's probably that. Uh, and again, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm wrong a lot of the time. I will jump to weird conclusions like that because I've seen too many things. So when someone plays it straightforward, it's like, oh, well, there wasn't any weird twist there. But this one, it was like, that feels like that's going to happen. And then it did. Uh, if we ever get to go over Get Out or anything, boy, I did not expect that. That was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we can continue talking. I- I'm an asshole. Asshole. No, I, I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing with my dad because we'll watch a movie and I'll be like, oh, that's going to happen. And then, like, it happens. And he's like, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I do it too. Yeah. Um, there's other things which I, I'll save it for the end um, about the, the son because there's some things that are weird about him as well. Because when he's well, at. Let's talk about it now. There's, okay. I guess, a lot of people suppose the son is switched as well mm-hmm. because he's awkward and weird uh he has a hard time making like she says she has a hard time making small talk it's because she's a tethered and so does the son and he takes to the the clapping on the beat thing really easily uh there's just like a lot of signs that he also is a weirdo yeah and i don't know if i prescribe to that because um like people say that uh, the mother gets really emotional when the the doppelgangers or the kids die, and that just kind of makes sense to me because they look identical to the kids. Like it would be really jarring to see your child die, even if it's not truly your child. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think's going on there. But um, the son being switched, it's just like I don't understand why she would do that. Like I don't see yeah. the the reasoning behind it. It's an interesting thing to think about, and like I said, there are a bunch of those those indications like when they're at the beach the twins are like oh why is your brother so weird like you know because they can't really like connect with him he's a weirdo just like his mother but Mm -hmm. i don't don't know i don't i don't think so i don't think they're switched but i maybe i his name's jason he's got jaw shirt he's got wolfman mask he's in the horror movies leave leave him alone yeah yeah i mean think about it like this way like you're uh in terms of like how kids adapt behavior kids are sponges so they're gonna adapt from like who they're around the mom his is mother fucking yeah. weird if he's a mama's boy and he's around his mom the whole time he's he's gonna emulate how she acts and she's a fucking chud i like and that we, he's we half made he's half made of like her genes as well like the weird mm-hmm. underground soul chud. tethered chud as well mm-hmm. so it's just yeah exactly. predisposed to being a weirdo yeah him. it'd be like i mean the, i think the thing to compare it to is like look at his counterpart his counterpart is clearly the shadow person <laughs> crazy person yeah, <laughs> yeah, but a scary crazy. Like, here's here's how good of an actor that child is um uh chaz and and zach you guys know this but for all of our listeners i, I have a dog and she gets angry when animals are on the screen specifically dogs and horses hates them she'll bark and growl at the screen and like go crazy and i have to like grab her and pull her away from my expensive television before she breaks it when the kid is running around on all fours being a weirdo she got pissed off (laughs) this this kid tricked my dog into thinking he was an animal (laughs) 
I don't. I was like, that's a good performance right there. That's full disable. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't fully prescribe to the thing about the kid being, you know, taken because, like, I, I thought about it like, well, when did the switch happen? Um, because you never get confirmation of that. So maybe that's an open ended thing, kind of like uh, an inception with the fucking totem is like, is he in a dream or not? It's like, is, yeah. is, is, is he another one of them because he, he does do a weird face at the end you're just what was that like look at then like you could always prescribe to it like oh i see what you did down in the fucking tunnel with that other person of you yeah the other shoe never drops because he is aware that she is one of them that she switched places mm -hmm. and like there's there's like another another a clue that that what what happens is going to happen is um when they're leaving the the rich white family's house she has to go back in for the keys and one of the two twins has got up and she has to kill her as she's killing her she behaves like them like a, like a tether like a chud that's like a clue and then of course later when she kills her doppelganger the real her i guess you could say she also behaves like very violently and like a chud as well mhm mm mhm um I have a question that kind of maybe maybe she didn't think her husband would choose the beach but like if you were so afraid of this beach of going back to it and possibly cuz now we know her fear her fear is that she'd switch be switched back and be back in the tunnel where with her tunnel people uh but why would you t get a vacation home near that beach that you hate so much wouldn't you be like ah, you know what instead of going to santa cruz let's go down to some other beach that is different i, I yeah. kind of it might be a family home like it's been passed down yeah they have that property i guess so it's kind of like you're gonna go here or you know you don't own a yeah. house somewhere else yeah she, she I, does hate the beach and the interesting thing to think though is they get vacation anywhere in the united states like it happens all over, presumably, if they're going to do Hands Across America. So, yeah. So, oh, so, by the way, one of the best lines, who are you? We're Americans. I like that part a lot. <laughs> so, something else to think about, too, is, so, again, think about the what ifs. It would be traumatic for someone to be taken from, the, like, the group of people they live with, not even just their family, but just, again, the society of people they communicate with, and then just put in a, even if it is a better living situation to be put in a society where you don't even understand what people are saying to you. Like you can't talk, you may not understand English, or if you do, you can't communicate back. So th there's an argument here that until the end of the film, when it's realized, she doesn't even remember that she is the, uh, the doppelganger. Like she does things in an odd way, but to her, it may just be what it is. Um, she might actually have convinced herself kind of like in memento we talked about how people will fill in the gaps for memories and stuff people can have repressed memories and then fill it in she actually what we saw at the beginning of the film could have been what she replaced for herself to actually see um and she really could have just thought oh okay i'm not like i i really am this person and i'm terrified of what happened to me until it it finally was just revealed and she couldn't hide from it anymore. And then it's like, okay. And she just accepted who she was and moved on. Oh, I, like that. I, sorry. I, I was like that white uh, lady. I was like, is that the lady from Grey's Anatomy? Don't ask me why I, my ex used to watch Grey's Anatomy. 
Uh, but but it is. Yeah, she's in Grey's Anatomy. Just wanted to say that. Sorry to interrupt you, Charles. Oh, what, Elizabeth, oh you're fine. Elizabeth Moss is that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I thought her acting was really good, especially when she the shadow version of herself. It was creepy as shit. Yeah, the that actress was extremely good as a, a, a scary underground murder person. <laughs> like, when she's putting on the makeup and stuff, it's really unsettling. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh... Another clue, by the way, is when, you know, the the white lady's being annoying uh, with her talking. And I'm the same way, by the way. Like, don't talk to me. I'm, I want to relax on the beach. Uh, but she's like, I don't talk that much. And uh, She's just trying to make small talk. Like, she's not being mean. She's just, oh, how's your summer going? Oh, did you have a nice drive? Oh, blah, blah. You know, just, it's something just people do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's bad at it. She's bad at making small talk with other people, which by itself isn't a big deal. Like a lot of people were bad. I'm bad at making small talk. I went to a wedding recently. I couldn't talk to anyone. It sucked. But I think it's funny that with everything else, this, this, some of, some of the parts here, I find it funny that there was twins <laughs> in this. Right? It's another, another part of the motif. And apparently even the black flag t-shirt is part of that motif because it's the four vertical columns. Uh, there are yeah. four lights. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's gonna get cut off. Okay, never mind. What? Oh, the oh, the, the comment in the yeah, chat. Oh yeah. No, they are monsters. They they're clones. That's not a monster. They're I mean they're biologically just human beings. It's a uh, it's an affront to nature though. Sort of. I, it's no, it's, uh, it's not sort of. It's that that's an affront to nature. Well, part of, part of the themes of this movie is like classism too. Like if we want to get a little another layer deeper. Oh, there's definitely social commentary. I totally yeah, agree. It's a Jordan Beale movie for one. So yeah, uh, you just you just move this to like a, just a larger country in the east in India, and this suddenly doesn't become clones. It's just like oh, caste system. Here we go. Like that's <laughs> that's what this is. Like uh, yeah, I mean, that's totally that's what it's about. Commentary. Like you know, like like the like the comment says they have no voice and blah blah blah. So yeah, I haven't seen Get Out yet, um, but I know they do strong into the you know the white and versus black kind of thing of what the systemic racism but what i like about um us and also nope it's there but the story that surrounds that issue like not covers it up but like tells you an interesting story to kind of keep you thinking um and obviously with the the white family i mean obviously uh you know the white privilege on always buying these nice cars and stuff i that was the best part i was like oh let's steal the car <laughs> because it's a new car and yeah, i'm just really really dumb for all my hot takes about this film they're not hot they're just i like the film but mm. uh i just realized it says find yourself in the entry point when yeah like right off the bat find yourself <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like really like rewarding second viewing i was watching this movie for the second time it's yeah. one of the first things you see and i was like oh, holy shit <laughs> means a whole different thing yeah that's that's great oh i gotta i could watch this again now shit can no, you yeah, watch it watch it again it's 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 a very it's it's a very good second watch all right what was this all about by the way now i know there's circles right the circle fucking pattern on the uh it, just another coincidence there's a bunch of series of coincidences and they don't all have to be 11 yeah, necessarily, but, but there's a lot of weird stuff. With what annoyed me, not annoyed me, but made me intrigued about this is like they made it like she was like freaked out about this, or at least, at least maybe like uh, zoned in on what she was looking at. Remember later, she tells her husband a lot of weird coincidences have have, have been happening, and I think it means she's getting nearer. 
Remember, yeah, <laughs> she's like panicked because she's she, again. If you think of it from the perspective, if you don't know the reveal, and we really think she even she's convinced like she is who she is, uh, she is traumatized by what's happened, and she's like, all this weird stuff keeps happening, and we're near this place where this traumatic event in my life happened. Let's like let's please leave. Um, I, what I noticed from that shot that you showed is that it is the circle and it's surrounded. Um, but again, I don't know if that what that links directly to. If it, if there's a rec, uh, it maybe there's probably something else later in the movie that might tie to, or it's just another like you said another layered thing. And this is the, I'm not sure. This is the biblical guy, right? This is the mm-hmm. shadow. Yeah, he person. was holding the sign. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously you see the dead one that went into the ambulance. The ambulance, and you can see the red jumpsuit sticking out from underneath his jacket there so mm-hmm. now let's because let's move on <laughs> there's the the little stick figure thing that you were talking about oh wait go back i just realized what he's doing go, well he's go starting to... the chain he's starting the chain yeah, yeah. he's the, he's the first of the chain that's awesome <laughs> oh that's great oh man uh this scene was like funny too like it was like creepy like i oh, it's just people let's tell them to go away and he's like, get me, <laughs> and then he's like, freaks out, get, get me the bat. <laughs> and even like when he got the bat, he was just like, the the other him out- overpowered him. Uh, oh, that, is, that is great. He's such a dork. He gets his ass, but he gets hit in the leg and he goes full Peter Griffin. Hit with a bat as hard as he could in the leg, though. Yeah. yeah. And you know, in his defense, he takes out his doppelganger first. Uh, Sidebar: Have you guys ever watched the show The Boondocks, like the the animated show? Yeah, of yeah. course. First off, an awesome show, right? I, I literally just watched the episode where uh, Riley joins uh, uh, Thugnificent's group. You know, the, the crew, and then like that like mean ass white kid. It's like badass, like beating up adults and stuff with chairs. Like takes his <laughs> his chain, and mm-hmm. he's like. Riley, that's why you got a crew, so you don't have to do shit by yourself. We'll jump everybody. And the guy comes up all acting all hard and shit to the kid, and that kid takes a bat and hits him in the leg, and he goes, ah, my fucking leg! And he scrapes him for like ten minutes. It's one of the, it made me think of this, this scene where he gets hit with the, with the bat. And he's like, my leg! Oh, it's great. Uh, got Amos over here. <laughs> Every time they did this, if they did this angle, I was like, "Oh, look, it's Amos, uh, wrestler." By the way, in WWE, almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This 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 whole air, this whole part was like creepy. Um, and you know, I I love the the lighting, by the way, because they still keep it mysterious, even though we know who they are. Then again, we, we talked about Twilight Zone, so we kind of like spoiled it a little bit of what. But if you were watching this. You know, for the first time, you'd be like, oh, "Who, who are those?" But you can still tell who it is. Also, it's like the trailer and movie poster, sort of like spoil it. I mean, the, the movie poster is literally the main actress holding a mask of herself, and I, I don't know. I feel like you could, if you saw, if you saw this movie, you could probably start to put together pretty early who that's going to be. But the circumstances surrounding it, I think, are that's the fun part. That's that's where we're going with this. The one, yeah. the one glove thing is that a throwback to Michael Jackson because of the thriller. I guess, yeah. I, I, I had seen something about there's a thriller T-shirt and there's a bunch of subtle references to thriller. The, the one glove and I guess the ambiguity the of the main character. I, at the end I think the red jumpsuits are. 
I think the red jumpsuits are because if there's that scene where they're like actually the one we even have in the background right now behind our our clip, like look how like there's there's like a certain texture to how how they look with their makeup and the red jumpsuit, like it's very it's very similar to how Michael Jackson looks uh in thriller when he's wearing the red jacket and he first becomes uh the like zombified and stuff. Like that's or werewolf, right? Even if it's werewolf. I thought that was just because they wanted to copy the hands across America thing. They were all red stick figures. Well, yeah, but it, it's, it's all about like what, if you think back to what she has when she gets put uh, down there, like the things she has in her memory are we have hands across America and she has the, uh, like the thriller thing was like the last thing she got before she left. And like, there's like those ties and she talks at the end about how like everything had to be perfect. It had to be very meticulous and specific so um, again, it's it just imagery, and I think that's what's great about it is he's he's got multiple layers to work with there, because um, like you said, that that works perfectly too. Like the fact that they're in all red matches the the picture of uh, Hands Across America. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, and I agree. I think the one glove thing is totally Michael Jackson nod. Yeah, and Michael Jackson apparently was part of that uh, commercial thing as well. Uh, he was in the holding hands thing because a lot of celebrities did it as well too. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So they they confront them uh, like like you said before. I like the "We Are Americans" kind of thing. Can we talk about that by the way? Because they don't obviously we see who they are and where they are and stuff, but they kind of like throw this curveball that the government was part of this. Yes. And who else? Who else could? perpetrate such a freaking ridiculous crazy sci-fi bullshit thing aliens no because <laughs> 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 i l- listen uh what i like about jordan peele is that he does the twilight zone thing where you don't need the full story you're kind of like this is what happens that's all you need to know here's the twist and the twist is obviously you know their counterparts or their uh shadow twins or whatever are down there now, another thing I would like, because of uh, the main character, uh, I forgot her name, by the way. What was her name? Uh, uh, I'm forgetting to start with an A. Adelaide? Adelaide, yeah. Yeah. Ad- Adelaide yeah, ca- is the leader because of the whole switcheroo kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And she's leading these people into... It, by the way, this kind of reminds me of the movie Parasite. Uh, uh, where the 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 poor people are within the household and they're trying to get into the rich life kind of thing, that kind of happens here with the people in the tunnels. They're trying to get into the good life, which is yeah, it's it's class class yeah. struggle is yeah the underlying theme. Yeah. So like I thought of this as well as like were all their counterparts going after each other so that they could take over. Uh, because obviously you see the white family got taken over by them, and then you know obviously uh, the black family here. Um, but you never. Oh, really... hey, it's it's eleven eleven right now, by the way. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, keep going. <laughs> uh, so like I, my br- my autism fucking goes nuts when this stuff happens. I'm like, well, everybody in a, are they like just trying to go kill each other kind of thing? Um, but you never really see that, so that th- this there's, intrigued me a little bit. Yeah, no, there's a there's a whole lot of um, 
I, by the way, it made me super thrilled to hear you say all of that because I had all that prepared in my head. Now I don't have to say it. Uh, the, <laughs> the stuff I love about these Jordan Peele movies, specifically Us and Nope, is there's like all this freaky deaky nonsense and there's not really a true explanation to it. Like they say, oh, the Tethered were created as a way of controlling the people up above and then it was abandoned and they were just down there out of control and they, they had this weird soul link thing and so they were always mirroring what was going on up above and like you think wait a minute i have several more questions but it doesn't matter the movie keeps going the movie does not answer those questions and it doesn't matter i just i love it so much that, that's <laughs> yeah. right by that's, the way uh the, the uh, fluoride thing yeah, the fluoride, uh, which, by the way, person, person, 69, 69, nice, nice. Uh, the daughter talks about some conspiracy theories in the car on the way to the house, which acts as foreshadowing. Her family ignores her, though, womp. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and uh, what's funny, fluoride is, like, it, it's in toothpaste, right? Yeah, yeah fluoride is an essential element that you need for your, your enamel. Uh, so, yes, there's a reason why it's put in, in the water. You need it. Um, it won't, it doesn't cause mind control. However, that was a real conspiracy that was thought for a long time that there were things being put in the water. Why else would the government put chemicals in our drinking water? Yeah, it it was a thought for a long time. They were using it. Funny enough, the time that, uh, that was a big push for things, uh, back like in the the sixties and stuff for the longest time, there were several drinks that were being, that were made with lithium, like seven up. The reason seven up was like this big thing is because people used to get like very, uh, very happy and elevated in their mood when they would drink Seven Up, and it's because one of the primary ingredients was lithium, which Fantastic. is used to treat bipolar disorder. Uh, so uh, yeah, they had to cut that out, obviously. Um, but things like that are what made people like concerned. Oh yeah, you're putting this in our water to control us. I miss the cocaine and coke. Yeah, co- yeah, cocaine and coke. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. So. Have you ever yeah. heard of those chemtrails? All the planes in the air putting chemtrails, changing yeah. the weather. I, I need a I need a film about Agent Orange, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they they all get into like a chasing thing. By the way, um, uh, the father goes after the other shadow father and the sister, uh, which is funny <laughs> when he gets on top of the car and the guy's like, "Get off the car!" And then like he gets stabbed by the. Uh, her, uh, her... Yeah, where was that guy's doppelganger? Yeah, that, lazy that... ass tethered. Oh, <laughs> well, they had a show that maybe he was in the video. Remember when they did the whole news thing? Like, something's happening. There's an event happening here, and like they go up to the people, they start getting stabbed at, and then they come around the car and stuff. So maybe they maybe they were on the way. Um, Adelaide's character. In the beginning, when the first round I watch it, like, you're wondering why she's mad. Like, obviously, she wants to take over, but you don't get the full story. Because you're like, why is she crying? Why is she... Uh, uh, they both cry, by the way, for totally different reasons. One doesn't want to go back in the tunnel. The other one wants her fucking life back. Uh, so, <laughs> like, I thought that was a good touch and everything. Um, the The two brothers here... Uh, one gets fascinated by his magic trick because he has that sparkle thing, and that was another thing that someone brought up. Like, oh, he uh, he couldn't do the sparkle thing because he's in the tunnel. But that's that's a weak uh story. Maybe he just didn't know how to do it or forgot. He him. does it eventually. Yeah, he get he does it. Eventually. Yeah, he, he gets to work. Yeah, I I really think that's a weak 
type of theory. It's just one of those weird, cool, like, oh, look, we're coming up with some weird thing that might sound like it's an actual thing, but it doesn't, it doesn't hold at all. Yeah, it, doesn't it, it, it is an interesting thing to walk through mentally, like watching the movie. Like, wait, is he? Could he be? Because there's evidence, mm-hmm. but... Like I said, ultimately, I think not. It's yeah, I think it's the it, the the obvious thing is the burn, like the other stuff. Unless there's like a swap that happened before, but then it's like there's a bunch of holes there. Um, you mentioned something that's really cool too, and again, you got to remember these people mirror each other, so they mirror how they feel. Like you mentioned the crying and other stuff too. As they get closer to each other, and that tether becomes stronger and stronger, is when she becomes the leader. And it's not because she's the leader. It, like again, she's a shadow person. It's because the real person had to be a leader for several years trying to come up with a way to to do this uprising mm-hmm. so that's why once she gets there and she has that strong link that's what pushed her by because the other person the shadow of her was able to just like do whatever while she was on the surface like just live this quiet life and keep to herself mm-hmm. and so. this is the funny scene where they uh end up at the the white the white people's homes. So I, I still can't get over uh, Ophelia. Call the police. Playing "Fuck the Police" by NWA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another another great bit of humor. Oh my god, she is creepy. Holy fuck! Right? Like she's really good as a scary murder murder person. Zach <laughs> <laughs> oh, went dark for a minute. I'm pretty sure he's been replaced. He's the shadow guy now. Yeah, he's the shadow guy. Shadow Zork. Um, had the boat fucking flare, flare gun. He's talking shit about the flare gun, and he's like, oh, I got the flare gun. It's, it's like fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. like, I got you now, bitch. Oh, shit. He gets shot with the flare gun, like, they fucking explode or something. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. It's, uh, it's also just great. It just fits his dorky character to be like, that is obviously the first time he has ever held a flare gun. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, the name of uh, the whatever, boat. Tim, Tim Heidecker's boat, yeah. B Yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not as good as Crawl Daddy, but yeah, pretty good. It's, it, yeah, B Yacht's just good. It would have been funny if they had done a weird like Tim and Eric Awesome show not and been like shrimp and white wine in this in the corner or something. I, I, I was I was thinking that. Yeah, shrimp. <laughs> white wine. Yeah. Spaghetti. It'd, be, it'd have been funny to have some weird thing there, but they didn't do it. It's or that, or I just didn't see it. But that'd been pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Right, we're, we, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I I love that they're sitting at the table. Uh, another thing I want to bring up because like this is another thing that like I'm thinking Twilight Zone and like doubles and stuff, and they're only trying to take out their uh their other selves and stuff to take over. But then you find out like the white family is coming after them, and I guess everybody's game when it comes down to killing people. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. But Chaz, what would you have to say? Uh, well, we were talking about the music and stuff too. Just overall, just hitting like the the selection of music throughout this this film is just awesome. Uh, which I I thought it was weird when this movie first came out. I was really excited for it because they chose and made a different version, like this like scary sounding version of uh the the instrumental to i got five on it and i just like that song is just really good anyway mm-hmm. uh but it was really funny i just remember talking to friends about it. i was like oh i want to go see this you seen the trailer like that's really cool and they're like oh that song sucks i'm like what you're fucking crazy this is a fucking <laughs> banger that song's awesome uh but, but uh 
but yeah, I just, I really like the music for this this film. I, I same thing just so far at least the two films I've watched. Like same thing with uh, Get Out. The the music it throughout is great. Not just like the like the licensed soundtracks, but like the musical scores and stuff that are put through. Like um, they're really good at transitioning between scenes and really just very quickly shifting things to become uh, very dramatic and suspenseful. Like it's not you don't catch it because it's just fluid. Uh, but that's, I really appreciate that. So just want to put it out there. I, I love the, the, tr- like the horror tropes in this, by the way, cause they're getting in the car you're like, Oh man, I forgot my keys. I'm like, fuck, I know what's going to happen. One of those bitches are going <laughs> to <Yeah>. get up. <laughs> uh, cause he does the shot or like this shot. And I was like, Oh, something's going to pop up and try to defeat her. And then obviously that's what happens. And dude, the fucking, <laughs> the pan and everything. Uh, and this is kind of, you kind of see a little bit of the shadow herself here where she's like. Right, yeah, she starts acting kind of yeah. like one of them. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, ooh, she got a little, uh, little, little fucking anger in her and all that stuff. Uh, and another funny scene where she, like, the, the daughter's like, I want to drive. And then when she drives and. Dude, when she fucking jumps that fucking car, I was afraid, dude, for her and the family. It was like a spider and shit. Uh, but when when she fucking hits that brake and she fucking flies through the fucking woods, I died laughing. <laughs> I was like, bitch, get off my car. Um, but yeah, then I mean, obviously we're uh, th- like you said, uh, Chaz. He was like the start of the the whole thing because there he is right there. Uh, mm-hmm. little b- Bible guy here, uh, yeah. which is terrifying to see. By the way, all these people holding hands. That that's why I was like that commercial was weird, and this is also a good place to show that it's weird. Also, and there's <laughs> there's a dead person right there. Bye bye guy. Oh yeah, highlight that uh, comment there. That's that's very true. I didn't think about it in the film though. Yeah, they never <laughs> they never showed up. <laughs> they, they said they'd be there in 14 minutes they never turn up the whole entire, yeah, that, the entire movie i don't think you see a cop in this movie no no 14 minutes is like that's why you, you know you fucking arm yourself and then this whole movie i was like why the fuck does nobody have guns then it was california and i was, I like, was thinking that a lot i thought about that during both viewings of this movie i was like you know if he owned a gun instead of a baseball bat this would be a much shorter movie however in the movie's defense like you know it's got something to say and uh, there not being a gun there helps. But also, it's their vacation home. I wouldn't be keeping, like, expensive stuff there, you know? Like a firearm, like a registered no. firearm. So Take I, one with you. I guess, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that that would that would be the, the answer. But maybe they're just going, like, you know, for a week or something. I, I don't need to pack all this extra shit, you know. Another sign, by the way, the rabbit, the rabbit hole. Here she enters the uh, place where she... Uh, she lives because uh, this is the uh, the doppelganger, and like it, it got all Resident Evil all of a sudden. Like it, it, it does. It, yeah. it, it goes from a fucking like the beach, then to the, this uh, house of mirrors, and then underground it, facility, underground facility, and fucking laboratory. I was like, where the fucking big ass spiders? There was a spider earlier before, but it was like a small one. Uh, 
can you pull that up real quick? Uh, I want to comment on the, that, that next one too. Yeah, I I laughed really hard at that because that's also one of those like funny things about like it's like uh, the parallel of like when you listen to a uh, like a black comedian, like they're like uh, I saw something that was really interesting about someone um, commented about uh, they love to watch white people watch a black comedian because they don't know when white people don't know when to laugh. <laughs> because they can't relate to it but w- the reality of that is it's not always just race a lot of it's a class thing like i saw the key thing and i thought that when i saw it i was like that's some white people shit because where I-, I grew up in a fucking trailer park like you do that if you got, like the way you got in your house if you didn't have a key was you broke into your house <laughs> like that's that's legit like i knew how to i knew how to break a, a lock or like use a credit card or something and to break into my house like that's how we would get in our house like there's no keeping an extra key so I remember seeing that and like, yeah, that's that's why people shit. I guess for our audio listeners, the comment is he even calls the hide a key white people shit, I believe. <laughs> oh, thank thank you. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm forgetting. Like there's been all these like really good insightful comments, but I we're not reading them and I feel bad for our podcast listeners. I'm sorry, folks. And for our podcast listeners, when she's going down the escalator, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, where's where is this leading to? I love it. I love I, I, every everything from that up to the climax is just pure gold. Like the fight that they have in the hallway, it's just it, it's all just bizarre and weird and off putting and oh, entertaining. Just, that whole that whole environment's so unsettling to have mm-hmm. like that weird like white like it's so clean like clinical. Ugh, ugh. It's so weird to think that like these people are just like down there, just like okay, well. Another interesting thing that I noticed, though, is um, everything is lit kind of yellowish, and that's because it's all, like, old-style light bulbs, and the lighting is shitty. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just It's something else I noticed. Like, instead of white LED lighting, as you see me being cast in presently, it's shitty 80s yellow house bulbs. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's another, another little thing I like. Uh another thing that like me this is like i want to know what how this works but you don't need to know how it works but in my mind i'm thinking this like they're they're you've you've grown as a movie viewer i think because you a year ago would have been driven mad by this movie you talking to dubs you talking to me dubs oh oh yeah, yeah yeah um because you always want to know how stuff happened, and sometimes it's not what matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like this part, like they're mimicking what's happening above them. So, like in my mind, I'm like, are they mimicking every fucking move? Like, apparently, or or, or do they know the future and they're practicing something? Like that's that's what comes to my mind. But no, they're they're mimicking like everything. And then, like, mm-hmm. another thing, though, like, the government made clones to mimic these people? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, that wasn't the plan. The plan was that if they had clones that they could control, then they could control how what people do mm. when they needed to. It's kind of like a if you had someone that was acting out of line, you could control it. So she says they uh, it failed. It didn't work the way they thought it did. And also she says it's two bodies, one soul. Which you know, I, I don't know how sciency you want to get with that, but they're like linked in some paranormal way. That's why they can mirror what's going on above, I guess. Like, because they're 
the same like, because yeah. I mean obviously the the main character they switch and they just assume the other roles like the the doppelganger's up top learning to dance so that she can express herself and down below she's also dancing and has yeah. a revelation about what to do that whole mechanic about that is it's interesting but at the same time it's like a double edged sword because it's portrayed inconsistently in this movie it is yeah mm-hmm. it was, the the rules the rules bend to serve the story, I guess. Because there's like, oh yeah, it shows the scene where uh, Jason backs up because his fucking shadow self is like in front of a fire, and that's how he kills him. He just backs up so he because he's like, oh, well, he'll copy my movements because he did in the closet, Wait, and he, he did it. Mask, yeah. But yeah, and there's like this stuff where um, Zora runs away and her shadow self just fucking watches her and doesn't run after her. What the fuck's this? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it has more to do with like if they're if they're in tune or something. It, it kind of seems like there's a, there's a way for them to have more control over the other or something. I think they uh, match closer because they're younger too. I think it's uh uh, uh half baked writing sometimes. Hot take. But you got to read. Yeah, gotta... I mean again, it's. <laughs> what is it? Oh no! I was going to say because Andy put up a thing on the thing. I, was, I thought you were going to read it for the listeners. I I, I didn't. You know, I was just yeah. putting it up so it could be seen. Yeah, yeah. It, gold scissors. Why are the scissors gold? Every single pair of scissors is gold. Where'd they get all those gold scissors? Where'd they get all the red jumpsuits? Where'd they get all the rabbits? Where'd they get uh, the rabbits are clones? t shirt. They explain that. Yeah, the rabbits are clones. That's, that's the point. They've been cloning rabbits for a long time. I get. I got bothered though because I started thinking about what are they feeding the rabbits, and uh, my rabbits. girlfriend was like, "Other rabbits." I was like, mm, "I don't like that. I don't like that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's that's the part that was too unsettling for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Jeffrey Dahmer rabbit fest down there. They're just fucking and eating each other. Like that's that's how it's happening, buddy. I'm sorry. Either the people eat it. How did yeah. she lose her voice? Is crazy. Like, she, why? No, this is something. Oh, oh that, I watched yeah. the movie twice, and I did not get this. And I thought, oh, she hasn't talked to anyone in a really long time, so like her vocal cords have atrophied because they they don't talk in the underground, mm-hmm. right? But in fact, it is that, and also when they flash back to when she goes into the hall of mirrors, she turns around and her eyes get real big, and her doppelganger self strangles her, mm-hmm. oh. damaging her vocal cords. That hard. And I did it had not occurred to me in two viewings of this movie that that's what had happened. So yeah. it's a child though, so it's a supernatural child with supernatural strength. Super, yes, that too. It's a supernatural so, underground child. You could argue, yeah, uh, if if it was the damaging, which again they have a plot device there where it, obviously that's the intent. Or you, you could argue too, if you were to put someone in a setting like this for a long enough time, especially if they're young and still impressionable, like that it might change how it's the Tarzan effect. Like someone that knew how to speak would forget how to speak or it would be altered because they become feral. Like that's, yeah, that's a, that changes. I mean, haven't again, you ever like got out of bed in the morning and like done all your stuff and then gone somewhere and tried to talk to someone and your voice was like hoarse and you didn't realize it was going to be right off the bat. No. Multiply that by a thousand. I talk or to myself yeah. all the time because I, I hear what I want to hear when I do that. I get the answers I like. Yeah, so. the reason her voice could potentially be hoarse or she would ha- not have one is the same reason why the shadow version is able to learn how to talk clearly when she didn't know how to. It's it's a learned behavior that you also lose. Like it yeah. it, it does happen. So uh, there 
it's interesting for sure. And it, I thought it was kind of neat that there, there was that uh, amount. Actually, you that in itself, because she's had a talk, that's another sign, obviously, when she's telling you the story whenever they first get captured. That right there is a pretty obvious sign that she is who she is because no like the others like clearly don't know how to talk at all they're grunting they don't learn that very very few words get put together outside of what she says and for all we know like she may have taught them how to talk and and did i read this scene by the way because she's missing every time and the only thing i could think of is like oh the other person knows what exactly she's gonna do and that's why she keeps on dodging until the one move that she does differently i guess that stabs her did I read that right, or is this something along the line with dancing? Yes. Okay. It, uh, I, I think it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. She's prepared for it, but remember, if the idea is the way it is, they thought that they could use the, the clones to control them because of the link, but the the original host allegedly has the stronger bond, like to control them. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you are, if you're actually mimicking and stuff, the one that has control is that one. So at that time, she has more control over making her move the way she wants her to until she doesn't. Uh, and so that, that's kind of how I took it. I thought it was it was kind of neat. And Reaper still says, "I found you." <laughs> Walker, I found you. <laughs> uh, refresh my memory because I know, like, when he gets out of the car, because that's when. You see the the mother and the son, uh, and you see gas that's lined up and shit. Did he did he walk away and run down all all through that path to this locker? By the way, because that's another thing weak thing that they bring up is that oh, how did he know about this area? Uh, wait, wait, what? Uh, he, he was kidnapped. Oh yeah, yeah. he was kidnapped. The, oh, okay, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, remember? So the there's evil a scene mother that takes him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Red takes him whenever uh, after he kills her son, which that's that is one inconsistency about the film that I thought was weird. Oh, that's not an inconsistency. It's more just like it's unexplained, so it's just kind of odd. Like, you know, she tells that story about how she has the kids and she has the shadow children. How does the original host have the shadow kid? Like, yeah. she's the one that gives birth to the shadow kids, and the other gives birth to the normal kids. But like you'd said, they're kind of not normal. But like, clearly, the shadow kids are like. Shadow kids. So anyway, just the thing to think about. It, again, it's one of those open-ended things. There's not an explanation. Doesn't need to be. Don't overthink it. it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it must have been terrified. Like <laughs> she's down here with all these fucking clones and shit, and they're all grunting <gasps> and all that stuff. Uh, so like you could see her mental state would probably fall apart. <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, just that, that face is just funny. That's a, I put a meme on it. That's the face when you think you had an N-word pass from your friend and you didn't. <laughs> and then that face. That, that That's the face. Oh, yeah. This, this is where he acknowledges, like... Yeah, this, again, yeah. This, this is... I see you. I see you. You could mark it down <laughs> yeah. to either A, he's one of them, or B, I see you, bitch. I know who you are. <laughs> and like puts the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're switched so much as I, I think here it's more of his bond is with her specifically. Like to him, that is his mother. Doesn't matter if she's a shadow person or not, because that's his mom. So like to him, it's like, I'm, I'm bonded to you. Like I care about you. So your secret's safe with me. That's, that's the way I took that. 
there is one other thing that occurs to me, and I don't think it's very strong, but it's something that hadn't been brought up about them being switched. Why would Red kidnap Jason instead of just killing him? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I think that was more of a bait. Like that—that—that's more of the whole like. Again, thinking of the classic tropes with all, within a story, the villain thinks they have the upper hand, so the antagonist is taking them because she, they're leading them to a trap because they have this whole thing planned out, like the whole, like, I'm going to reveal to you, you know, make you realize all these things and, and show you the uprising that I've created to get my revenge. And, and the whole, that's why the whole fight sequence happens. That's the way, that's the way I took that. Um, and then of course, like the, the arrogance of, of that person's their downfall because mm. our quote unquote protagonist was able to overcome it. Yeah. By the way, you can see the fucking line, dude. Is that's creepy as shit? And what, is it? I mean, it's just arms across America. They actually tried that. So it's crazy. I understand it's it failed, right? Like you're summoning thing, uh, something like yeah. you're gonna summon Cthulhu or whatever. Yeah, imagine if you're hiking in these woods and then you come across this fucking line of fucking people in red jump shoots. You'd be like, uh, bye bye, <laughs> and just run the other. That's way. the cool thing too, where they don't explain the scale. Like you don't, we don't know how. Like they talk about at the beginning of the movie how many of like these underground areas exist through the the country and stuff, but they don't go into detail how many of these types of things exist across the country. So in theory, by showing this just a section, but knowing what the the film has shown you, you could infer that this does. Technically, it could have happened across the country. They really could have done hands across. That's America. the implication, I think, is it happens I, across the nation. Like mm. this is an uprising. Like this is this is no different than like uh, the revolution of Cuba. I know that's a crazy thing to compare it to, but like the the poor people are going to throw topple the government. Like these are people that are coming I mean, out that, of, that's what the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's what it, it's it's really cool. But they're the again. unseen, unrepresented, lower class with no voice. They you know they you know. They rise up. They want to. They want to take the place, and they want to be seen and heard. That's what they even say. Like the whole thing about hands across America, it, it, it had to make a statement, had to get noticed. Or I can't remember what she says exactly mm-hmm. at the end, but it's something along those lines. Like, how could we get noticed? And for some reason, it's hands across America. Like it's just that's the weird, creepy, bombastic thing that they come up with, and uh, it's pretty effective. Man. Yeah, I mean, killing all the versions of of yourselves yeah and, i mean honestly that, they could have just murdered them. a bunch of people yeah, yeah. but i mean that that the thought is if they kill all of those do the symbolism to show the world that they're there but then also then they now they they get to have that life assuming they can just replace the person they they killed it kind of yeah. it kind of just reminds me of uh <laughs> it's a throwback uh star trek Two, the Wrath of Khan, where Khan had a chance. He had a fucking spaceship. All you have to do is leave. We're free now. Uh, mm-hmm. inst- instead, they want to kill, you know, the other people. But anyway. I, th- I think that's part of what it is, too, is, like, they- they're they telling the world, look what this country did. Like, it, you know, it's a pretty sinister thing, cloning the entire populace and, like, soul bonding them so they can control people. You know, they're they're coming out and saying, like, you know, Look at look at this terrible corrupt system. Look what it did. That kind of thing, maybe. Uh, as Americans, you could possibly try to capitalize on this. They all don't know how to speak. Get a bunch of make a speech therapy fucking business, and boom! Look at all these people you fucking have that you have to fix their voice boxes. Anyway, uh, this is a great film. Um, I I was highly entertained. 
uh, which made me want to go watch Nope and also watch Get Out. That's my next film that I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend this. Highly recommend. Andy, what about you? Uh, yeah, I recommend it as well. Uh, I, I, I've spoken before about how my movies this month were chosen largely by my girlfriend, but there was conversation about it, and this is the movie I was most passionate about picking. And I, you know, don't get me wrong, I freaking love uh, Memento, and Black Swan is fantastic. But this is the movie I was like, look, I just love us, and I want the guys to watch us. Like, I think this is a good movie, and I love... Like I said, the freaky deaky, unexplained nonsense sci-fi shit that Jordan Peele uses to get the horror going. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Our dance gave uh, both girls their voices in different ways. I'd never have danced if it weren't for you. I remember that line. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chad, yeah. what about you? Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, I guess this statement alone will probably say it. I think this might be the my favorite film that I have watched like favorite new film that I've watched all year. Like that, it's been that good. I stand to a lot of stuff. I've watched a lot of films, especially since the, the new things, especially since I've joined you guys. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Uh, and even though like, again, I did the whole asshole thing where I guessed again, I don't know like how it's going to play out, but it's like, I, I think this is how this is going to play out. It's kind of like knowing it's like the, re- I guess the best thing to re- reference it to would be, I knew the Red Wedding was going to happen in, in Game of Thrones. Spoilers. If, if Again, I, if you already don't know that, sorry. Too I mean, the phrase Red you. Wedding doesn't really betray anything. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, well, but, yeah. Anyway, I knew that was going to happen. I still saw it. I was like, what? It was the same thing here. When everything still played out the way it did in this film, I I was still surprised. It was still great to see. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I knew that happened. Whatever. This is dumb. Like, I know. It's okay. I thoroughly enjoyed seeing it. I didn't need to see that I was right. It was still the journey and how it was written. That's Um, the point. I I hate to – I mean, long-time listeners of the show have heard me say this at least once, maybe twice. But, like, you know Rosebud is the sled. That's not the point. Like, people are like, I don't have to watch Susan Kane. I don't know what to sled. No, you're missing the entire point of the whole fucking movie if that's what you think the point of that movie is. And it's kind of the same thing. Just because you know the twist doesn't mean it's not a great journey. And, and, yeah. yeah, the journey... Uh, uh, that, that's why I, I don't spoil it on purpose to people. I A lot of people, when I, like, by accident spoil, like, they go, Oh! Oh! Not, oh I can't watch it! Oh! I'm like, dude, fucking just watch the movie, man. Like, it's the journey. Like, you got to get to that point where you get the spoil or the twist and stuff. But don't be a fucking pussy. Like, yeah. I mean, don't don't spoil stuff on purpose yeah, either. But, yeah, if it's an accident, like, yeah. it's not. It's, it's, yeah, I think, I, yeah, to play devil's advocate a little bit there, there, there are certain there are certain times where spoiling something can ruin it. However, I think that speaks to the, the poor amount of writing that's there. If your movie hinged on your spoiler being the thing that hooked everyone at the very end, then that that's actually to me shows how weak your, your writing is because it point. shouldn't matter. So that, that, I think that's the bigger thing. It's like saw, for instance, if saw is spoiled for you, it's kind of a pointless thing to watch, but if you watch that blind, not knowing what's going to happen, it's like, oh, okay, whatever, and the ending happens, like, oh, that was kind of, whoa, that that was out of nowhere. It was kind of neat, but once you know it, it uh, diminishing returns by far. Like, it's like, oh, this is kind of just like whatever. It's somewhat uninteresting. At least yeah. I, that's the way I think about it. 
Yeah, like if you're a dick and you're like, hey, I know you didn't see the movie, but guess what? This person dies. Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. Like, yeah, don't do that. But like if something like by accident comes out of your mouth, you're just like, oh, Optimus Prime dies and comes back to life. And then they're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then they get all bent out of shape. I'm like, what'd you say? Optimus yeah. Prime dies. <laughs> In the in the spirit of suspense and thrillers of the movie Seven, it's not about what's in the box. It's it's really about how you got to the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's a severed head in there. Yes. But, <laughs> I'm uh, most interested to hear what Zach thinks about this movie, though. Yes. Why? Just because because I I think I don't remember if you said it on the air or not, but you said you didn't necessarily love Jordan Peele. Yeah, uh, that was based off of Get Out. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not participating in this uh, tombstone thing with Get Out. So. Oh really? Oh, what I don't it? really like that movie. <laughs> just, just so. Nope is a good movie. I think you like Nope more than Get Out. Yeah, um, too. I like this more than Get Out. I'll say that. <laughs> hmm. uh, it was good. Uh, I like Chaz was saying. I did kind of call the entire movie. I, I literally called the entire movie somehow without <laughs> ever seeing it and ever hearing anybody talk about it. Uh. I don't know if that like diminished its impact for me because it's like to me it was, it was good. I don't think I like it as much as you guys do though. It could be because Jordan Peele baggage I have. It could be because I guessed the whole movie. I don't know. That mm. sounds asinine, but I swear to God, I guessed the whole movie. <laughs> I, yeah. I I think what I like about Jordan Peele is like he takes other how he does the thing with the hands across America and then the Gordy thing and Nope. Uh, and then has the twist of like twilight zone in there. I, I respect what he does with uh, uh, like HP Lovecrafty and stuff as well. in Nope. So I, I, I dig how he's directing and how he's writing. Uh, and that's what I like about modern media now with him. So I, I dig it, but that's just me. This made it possible for me to give Nope a chance. I'll say that. So there's something. Instead of Nope, you'll be saying Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who knows? I might hate it too. We'll see. I... Uh, now I don't know how I don't know how Nope stacks up in terms of its social commentary. I feel like this movie has a good blend of like it's not overly focused on the social commentary, but it's right there for the picking. Oh, no. Where get I... out, get out, you get slapped in the fucking face with it. Yeah, like, that's. That I think, um, no pass it, and, and Dubs, you might you you're, feel free to disagree with me on this. I agree, I agree. Well, I mean, l l let me yeah. uh, like get out has a lot of it, us has a fair amount of it, but it like doesn't get in the way, like a lot of people have problems with get out over. And I think nope has it the least of all, mm. however, yeah. it is still very much there. It's the kind of thing like if if you even try to look for it, you'll find a ton of it. But if you're not looking for it, then whatever, it's fine. The the way I the way I put it is now I I, I know Get Out based off of other people's reviews, but I I and I watch p bits and pieces, but not the whole thing. Mm. Get Out is obviously about you know which white uh, rich white people. Um, us seems like the poor versus you know the rich, and then Nope feels about like Hollywood, uh, with the the race as well, uh, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to hold off over explaining what I think the social nonsense in Nope is for now. Okay. 
but yeah, no, you you're you're pretty much right. I think you could you could if you expand what you just said out a whole bunch, I think you nail it. I, I can't just get into it because then that gets into. No, you're right. Yeah, we can't really because as soon as you start talking about it, it kind of. I guess I'm just gonna go watch the fucking movie. Yeah, guys. just go, Thanks. just go watch them. I, I really wish um, you could stream it for less than twenty bucks right now because I would just recommend that a million times over. But I, mean, uh, I saw it in theaters, and it's a it's a pretty good theater movie. I'll say that. Like, it's got some some big wow moments, and it's got some some nice, quiet, rewarding surround sound moments. I'll, I'll make you a deal if if we find the time to do it because I don't know if there's a, a time that would work out. Would you be? Would you watch Nope again in theaters? Um, I. Th- think i would probably okay probably. if 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 you could watch nope and dragon ball for free would you watch them both oh yeah for free of course yeah yeah i i'll pay for both of our tickets for both films and we'll just go back to back and watch them both and then it's even because you watched one film and i watched the other by the way the by the way something really weird happened i watched um i watched us on youtube because i have a bunch of like free google money so i always rent the movies on youtube it's just the easiest thing for me to do oh, sure and uh i can't remember if i paused it or what i did and it was like youtube recommended movies at the bottom and it was like um get out that makes sense midsummer okay i guess like they kind of came out at the same time similar genre uh nope duh that makes sense the new dragon ball movie (laughs) (laughs) i was like one of these things is not like the other apparently there's a big overlap on youtube of dragon ball and us fans so i, I don't yeah. know what's going on with that <laughs> do you like horror movies with, with social commentary on race and class you'll love akira toriyama's dragon ball <laughs> i mean their defense, i am a fan of both so <laughs> it's dragon true. ball is a whole commentary on race and class those poor, those poor dinosaurs they get treated Goku's so low class he's a he's a low class monkey boy well at least they elected oh, a, a dog president i mean that's pretty progressive i don't know what's going on i need to watch it um it's like a very ball. very deep dragon ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's not even z that's 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 actual dragon ball it's yeah, yeah that's tights. right the president's a dog but to steer it he's back to reel it back in i'm gonna steer it back in yeah, to reel it back yeah the to reel it back in uh andy what's the next movie we're gonna be watching uh shit i forgot the uh, the machinist the machinist that's it yeah i was thinking about replacing it at the last minute with perfect blue but i'll i'll, I'll stick with uh i'll stick with the picks my girlfriend picked out handpicked I, I couldn't find a phrase that didn't have um pick or hand in it yeah, I heard like Christian Bale actually fucking lost weight to play that role. Yeah, yeah, he lost like a ton of weight, like a dangerous amount of weight, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, he never got sick. All right, so remember, watch the Machinist and come back, and then we'll talk about it. So we're gonna get to some news that matter to us. I'm gonna go quickly on this one, um, and I know Andy hates wrestling news, but this is funny news. Uh, <laughs> so during the whole media scrum. CM Punk said in the middle after he like shot. Oh, he, did he just leave? What did he do? He, oh did, no! Did he really leave because of wrestling talk? I no. I it looked like he dropped off. No, he's in the the room here. Uh, unless it says device not connected. Maybe something yeah. did happen. Oh man! So I gonna be put in private chat. Hold on a second. What? Oh, he said be right back. Oh okay. So I guess. Man, I, I I guess we'll talk about it here. I want him to hear the, the funniness. Um, I guess we could talk about other wrestling things while we wait for him to come back. Uh, 
anything happen on Raw? I know the whole Rhea Ripley uh, Rhea thing is like being as Eddie Guerrero <laughs> father figure for fucking uh, Dominic. Poppy. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I watched Raw and it was just okay. Uh, nothing happened that was major other than uh, Dexter Lewis is is now uh, getting into the Miz's house and he's drawing pictures of his family and leaving it there. <laughs> but they're they're very well drawn pictures. They're not creepy. Nice. Well, welcome back, buddy. All, All right. right. Let's move on. Our, let's get our wrestling stuff quickly because I I don't want to do too much because I want to save a lot of this for Thursday. Oh no, I'm just gonna be reading some reviews that are only three of them. So Andy, okay. um, remember last week we talked about how CM Punk said you know fuck the EVPs and fuck Kenny Omega and Adam Page and all that stuff, and he was kind of shitting on the company. In the middle of it. He did a promo for Mindy's Bakery uh, in Chicago. Um, so you would think that people that hate CM Punk, they would do. Now, there is some one stars in there, but majority of them is fucking five stars. Uh, and they did funny reviews. So the first one here, I'm hurt. I'm old. I'm tired. And I work with fucking children. But Mindy's Bakery brightens my day. It's so good. I threw a chair at one of my coworkers. Try this place. You won't be disappointed. And it was five stars. Then the other one is... Look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> Two muffins with moist consistency. And, good. and then the other one I, that I don't have a picture of, it says, look in Mindy's windows. What do you see? CM said they're not open on Monday, Tuesdays. I know That's... you're hungry for a bakery. Oh, please pick Mindy's. Don't be a cowboy EVP. Fucked up. It doesn't go along with it, but it got 22 likes. But yeah, there are people doing like best in the world. CM Punk told me to come here. It's not open Mondays and Tuesdays. What a bunch of try Howard marks. Yes. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. Um, the uh, 343. Um, now it's weird because in the message... It says that she left because of family reasons. Uh, and if it is for family reasons, I hope her family's okay. Bonnie Ross, who's the CEO of 343, is leaving. And it's, Who the hell is 343 for our listeners? 343. Three, you didn't phrase this very well. Yeah, 343 Interactive is the rant that I had last episode where they're ruining Halo. Um, they ruined Halo 4. They ruined my childhood. Oh, uh, uh, they're ruining Master Chief's stories wrong. Yeah, Master Chief uh, uh, collection was trash. Halo 5 is when they tried to do something different and everybody said nope. Uh, and then, you know, Halo Infinite, where they just don't have content for games for live service and stuff. Uh, games were better when I was a kid. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're doing like changing leadership and Twitter, that cesspool piece of shit that there is uh obviously you had people that were just like fuck yeah you know hopefully things get better and but you know some people were nice they were just like i hope your family's okay but then you had the other people like oh why is every time we have to fire someone like they were simping for her i'm like listen once she said that we were gonna have fucking split screen co-op and stuff and then she lied to us and then other things is that she was we were promised all this content we don't have content and when you have a track record, it's not for one year. It's for fucking 10 years of fucking up. I think there's time for change in leadership. There's none of this like, oh, we have to give this person a chance because of, you know, it just has to happen. I brought the analogy in Facebook. If an architect and a construction team 
had a, kept on making buildings that kept on falling, would they still be in their job? No, because nobody wants their buildings to fall and people die. Just like that one in Florida in Miami where the fucking apartment building fucking uh, <laughs> fell yeah. and shit. All right, now, you said that in the chat, and I, I took I, – I have a problem with this. Because you're looking at things in extremes. Like, you're, a building falling down in, in Halo terms would be like if they released a game that is just unplayable. Like if they released the Slaughtering Grounds to get, get a, a Jim Sterling deep pool. Oh, Master Chief Collection is it was I, not playable. It's, it's quite playable. I think it's apples and oranges, right? Because you having the job to make sure that a building is structurally intact actually matters. Who gives a fuck if the Halo game is playable or not? It's entertainment. No one's. It's not life or death or, or something functional in society if it exists. It's entertainment. Like, if so, I'm ranking a building on a uh, scale of 10 and it falls down, that's a 1. That's a 1 right there. Now, the Master Chief Collection on a scale of 1 to 10, is it a 1? Is it a 5? Is it a... When it first 13. came out, it was a 1. And then when it started getting better, it was like a 2.5. And when it started getting better, it was three and a half, then four and a half. It's at six and a half right now, and it's still, still not working. All right, maybe it was worse than I think. Yeah, I just. Uh, but, right. I listen. I get that it's a game. Oh, don't worry about it. It's a game. We're all adults now. I and I get that. Like, oh, we don't have time to worry about this shit. Um, but when you have a job and you're not delivering, you need either either a to step down, which that's what happened. She stepped down, which I applaud her. Um. And you need to change leadership. It's kind of like when you're running a baseball team. I guess that's another. That's a that's a better term than I guess an architect in a way. Because when your like team, the, yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah when, when your team is doing bad, you don't just be like we need to fire, like we need to sell the organization, even though that does happen. But you need to change the leadership. They always change the general manager. They always change the coaches and all that stuff. And that's what happened. But in my opinion, I think they do need to sell the team. I think we need a new All fucking right. I'll, I'll jump in there because I, I have something, and our, and our show gets canceled in three, two, one. I've been hoping that Jerry Jones dies for the last 10 years so the Cowboys get better. But I don't, I usually don't actively share that. But, you know, with You guys talk really all the like time about how wrestling wasn't going to get better until Vince died. Yeah, well, and, and well, and we realized we were wrong. He just needed to get caught doing some really shady yeah, he, shit and be forced to He just to needed to molest women in the 80s. He didn't just molest yeah. the women in the 80s. He sexually assault yeah. women in the 80s in the back of a limo. Like, Not just in the 80s. <laughs> it's funnier that way. The, the, the 80s was five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but for him it was. Ever. But like... It, it, it things better get better because like for 10 years microsoft's flagship fucking game has not been great <laughs> like when you think of xbox you don't think of master chief anymore like you no. don't yeah i would argue it's up in their flagship game anyway because like the the symbol was there but like it's yeah like halo it, it peaked, was it halo 3 and that was it it just it's there but it's like so many other franchises became a bigger thing. And also Microsoft kind of moved on from that. They don't focus on those individual IPs nearly as much. They focus more on how do we make our games, our, our system and our our market more accessible to everyone. And that's fine. Like that's their MO now. Like that's why Game Pass is what it is. And it's great. But They're just the Borg yeah. now. They I just have this, this fucking obelisk and they just travel through space and they're like, look at our Game Pass here. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I know it's a bit of a cop out, but 
like you know Nintendo's got Mario. When I think about um, Xbox and like something to personify them, it really is Game Pass now. I think that's what they want. Mm. Yeah, they should make a mascot that's just a. It should literally just be the logo of Game Pass as like a tag, and they should just make that with arms and legs and let it dance around. That's a mascot. I mean, at this point, they might as well. (laughs) Because when I think about Xbox, I I do think about shooters. I think about Gears or something. But I think about Forza, and if you find someone else, they're not going to think about Forza. They're going to think about something else. I I I think what bothers me is that no one takes in consideration is when you do a bad job it doesn't mean that you get a pass because any ordinary person would get fired if they're not doing a great job now i've been trying to get fired at my job and that's the most hard thing to do in the u.s government just putting that out there uh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah they're totally. used to incompetency yeah, if you not watch the movie office space <laughs> if you've watched office space it teaches you right there just do barely enough to get by and if you don't give a fuck at all you might get promoted yeah i was about to say dubs you better be careful because you're gonna get fucking promoted you're gonna... <laughs> they're gonna give you, you a gun and they're gonna say hey go find poor people to audit you <laughs> might you might lead your own irs squad but i bet you're not gonna get level four plates buddy i tell you that <laughs> This, this is Dub's origin story to become Repo Man. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I need to get the mask and everything. Um, a little head, headgear. Uh, but yeah, like that, that's, that's what bothered me the most. And I had an, uh, like, a realization is I'm getting old, man. Um, these, new, <laughs> these new things are just I, these Fortnites and these Minecrafts are just not for me. And I, I think that finally dawned on me. I'm like, I'm gonna be, bu- I'm gonna be buying some old Assassin's Creed games because I just want to play these old Assassin's Creed game. But, There's still uh, new games that come out that, that interest all of us. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't buy into that whole. Oh, we're all like the only thing I think we're yeah, I think we all fall in that category is battle royales. I don't think any of us fucking care for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a generational I... thing. Oh, you y'all. I... Well, I, I like I, I like battle royales, but I, it's because I'm competitive, so I, I'll I'll try anything. Like I I played a lot of Fall Guys. I thought Fall Guys was a lot of fun, but goofy. Uh, but it's not it's not the battle royale in the same sense, right? Like Eliminator is kind of brief, and it's it's way like closer. Like I I have personally played PUBG, and I've tried the Call of Duty, uh, Warzone. It's I, not my thing. Like those they, specifically, like I didn't like those. I've never played Fortnite. I tried uh, Warzone. It just raised my blood pressure, and then I just got pissed off. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just fucking annoying. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like so, MOBA. MOBA's a, it's another type of game. Like, if you've not played any of them or tried one, it they're so fucking complicated. Sometimes. I tried. Like, I tried. Like uh, Zach and a bunch of our mutual friends, you guys were all into that Blizzard one, and I tried to get into oh, it. I just, I, was, Storm. I just couldn't yeah. do it. I, I really oh, wanted to like like any game my friends play. I'm interested in trying. Like I'll give it a shot, but that one didn't quite stick. Yeah, and I mean, I, this is, I, as I'm talking to someone that played. Like I, I used to really get into it. Not that I was ever like good enough to do anything substantial with it, but I played like you know mid level ranks. So someone would be like, "Oh, he was he played at this level, and he's yeah, he's probably an asshole." I, I probably was. My <laughs> blood pressure legitimately was up. It was like I could take medication or I could quit this fucking game. And just do something else with my life, and I'd I'd be healthier, and that's what I did, thankfully. Um, yeah, but I just found other things to make me have high blood pressure. So, but anyway, let's move on. I'm excited. So to let our our uh, listeners know, um, there are a lot of uh, things that were uh, presented today. Uh, Nintendo wait. had a direct. Wait and... a second. Wait before you do that. I do have a piece of news 
Okay. And okay. if Dubs okay. gets to have his rant, I get to have my little rant. I'm gonna keep it short. I promise. No. Um, it, it's kind of a shame because I was like, oh, I got a piece of news, and I'm gonna, I'm real passionate about this. Blah blah blah. And then all this other shit happened for a change. We actually have news to talk about. Whatever. Listen, um, Criterion announced that they have a partnership with Disney, and they are <laughs> releasing fucking Wally on the Criterion Collection in 4K. Look, Wally's great. I like that movie a lot. It's cool. Disney has a huge fucking library of neglected films, stuff that like hasn't been available in anything short of VHS. I think they have a lot of films that haven't been available, period. Stuff that's important to film history and is like really interesting and stuff that we can't get hold of. Fucking Wally, that's what they're gonna fucking lead with. A Pixar movie. It's just it's so stupid. And Again, I want to reiterate, Wally's a great movie, and I could even see myself like picking that up one day, maybe. I'm sure the supplements will be really cool. But you know, for anyone who doesn't know, Criterion is a company that releases um films that are considered important to film history. It's usually like international stuff or neglected movies, stuff that the the studios who own them don't want to bother with. So Criterion gets a license deal and they like interview the director, interview the people film film historians and 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 writers and stuff and then they make a bunch of supplements and they uh uh clean up the audio and clean up the video and release like an extremely good blu-ray and now they're doing 4ks and that's why wally is coming to 4k because disney didn't feel like doing a 4k for it criteria said we'll fucking do it the only thing that could come of this that i think is of value is the fact that if they've got their foot in the door at disney now they can do all that other stuff I saw someone bring up a really good point. Uh, this opens the door for a criterion of the straight story, the David Lynch movie. Oh, which would actually kind of own like that would be really cool. Oh, anyone, like I, I know uh, when you hear David Lynch, you think you know Blue Velvet, crazy uh, shit, cr- crazy nonsense, <laughs> you, you Lost Highway, whatever, Wild Heart. Straight story is exactly what it sounds like. It's just a story about a guy who has to ride a lawnmower a long distance. (laughs) I know that sounds boring, but it's not. It's actually a pretty compelling movie. And the fact that David Lynch directs it, it's got like, like everything is like 5% Lynchy in the whole movie. It's, It's a very interesting watch. I highly recommend it, but it's actually kind of hard to watch. I think you can just rent it somewhere, but like DVDs of it, Last I heard, we're out of print. They're all like $80 or something. So if a Criterion could release the straight story, that would be like a major coup for them. That would be fantastic. And I know there was a lot of conversation of Song of the South, and I know that there's the whole, I mean, look, if I can buy a Blu-ray from Kino of Birth of a Nation, I'm pretty sure Song of the South isn't going to freaking burn down any black churches. You know what I mean? And I will listen to the argument against that all day long 100 percent. like if if it is harmful to someone whatever fine don't really say i don't care but the fact of the matter remains song of the south is kind of a compelling piece of film history and you know from from here to there there's 600 other movies that disney owns because you got to remember disney owns now all of fox and they also own um uh, what buena vista was that it that was like their uh, their like grown-up movie label up through the end of the 90s so they have all those movies too, and it was just a ton of stuff. And like Wally, fucking, it just maybe, it, maybe it there's like a such reason. A money. 
But maybe there's a, a reason. I, yeah, I say, there, there is a reason. It's a money grab. It's well, the same yeah, reason but, they released every Wes Anderson movie. Like, Wes Anderson movies aren't going to be forgotten to time. And this coming from yeah. someone who owns at least three Wes Anderson, no, three <laughs> or four Wes Anderson Criterions. Like, I understand. I'm, I'm part of that, too. Criterion needs to make money once in a while. They're not making money off of selling a bunch of weird-ass movies. They're making money off of all the Kurosawa stuff, all the Goddard stuff, all the... Um, uh, by the way, rest in peace, Jean Luc. Uh, like the big stuff, and that way, it's it's that thing where you know I make one for them, I make one for me. It's kind of like I publish one for them, I publish one for me, and they really release a lot of movies that are just completely unpopular. Yeah, but again, like you just said, that's just if it's just their foot in the door. If it can lead to more, just play, wait and see if it plays out. Like if it I ends hope. up, they end up like releasing a bunch of dumb stuff because again, Disney typically does. Uh, like a, a re-release of a lot of their classic films that are more popular uh, when they release the vault. I can probably show you all the, the vault-based films I have that have been re-released over the years that we've had to purchase, and we own multiple copies of different things because my wife's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love her. Uh, but, yeah, like there are a lot of really great films that they can release that haven't gotten that same shine. And I think for historical purposes, again, like I said, Song of the South would be something that's kind of interesting. You could even do a thing where if they do interviews and stuff, they could try to interview people um, related to even historians and stuff to talk about the controversy in itself of that film. Like that would actually be a good thing to have on there as yeah, a exactly. That, that, that's that's the angle to take it from. And in fact, also um, from what I understand, there is an episode of uh, what was that that television show that Walt Disney always did. It's like you would sit down and they talk about animation or whatever. It aired in the fifties on television. Whatever. There's an episode where he talks about the fables that that movie's based on, and no one has seen it since like 1956 or something. You put put that kind of stuff on there. That'd be, that'd mm-hmm. be really cool. Um, also, um, sorry, one one more tiny little thing. Uh, if they're gonna release the big shit, at least release Beauty and the Beast and give me the New York, um, New York. Um, sorry, I'm having a brain thing. Uh, they they showed a unfinished version of Beauty and the Beast that was like really rough, and I guess some of the audio was different. And they showed it at the New York City Film Festival, and it got like a five minute standing ovation from like all these hardcore like film critics and and, and movie makers. I want to see that version. Put that put that on there. Maybe you know do do something interesting. But fucking Wally, come on, what are you gonna do? Interview Brad Bird about how important Pixar is? Fuck you. I might be full of shit, but I think i might know how to get that i think there are there are it's around but it looks like like clean it criterionize it you know oh i see what you're saying like update it yeah because i'm pretty sure the vault version that i have of uh that we had to buy whatever year edition or whatever it was i think that's on that special unaired edition is on that that disc it might be but there is a version that floating around popularly that's like 15 minutes long and it's just like segments of it i i want to be able to put that version on beginning to end so. you, you know it'd be funny um if criterion messed messed with fucking star wars fan like they did all the fucking old star wars and and the prequels but instead of george lucas like talking about the movie they just record him to doing normal shit like he's eating dinner and be like oh man this country fried steak is really good and he's review this salad yeah <laughs> and he's like doing a crossword like how did how did you get that word and all that stuff it would be funny but anyway i'd, I'd go for that I mean, they yeah. released um i think they released no they didn't sorry i, I, I take it back Never mind. but anyway 
All right, that was that was my rant. Before I was rudely interrupted by more ranting. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking okay. talk about fucking state of play, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, who cares? So we've got we've got state of play from Sony. We've got Nintendo Direct. I want to point out uh, as these things are coming up, I have not had a chance to see any of these things as they happen. So I want the guys to talk about it, and uh, I will just give you my genuine reactions to things as I hear about them because they're all going to be new to me. Hooray! No, what are you excited about? Three things go. Three things for Nintendo. I would go with it's at the top actually. Um, Fatal Frame was one of them. Um, the, mm-hmm. the sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is called The Tears of the Kingdom. Which, by the way, I almost fucked up typing it to you guys in Facebook. <laughs> I was gonna put Zelda Tears in Heaven. I'm like, wait a second, that's an Eric Clapton song. Kid. <laughs> uh, Tears of the Kingdom. How how fucking great is the timing that the Queen dies and within less than a week there's a, a a game that's going to be titled Tears of the Kingdom. I know that's like a loose reference, but to me, I see that and I think that's that's hilarious timing. Oh, uh, a little sidetrack, but the Steam Deck and all that stuff. Someone made a meme of uh, uh, if you switch your Steam Deck to English, uh, you, you play it. It won't fine. let you. Won't let you. Someone play did it. it with a DS and a Switch as well. So <laughs> uh, Pick Pikmin Four was announced, but that's not my favorite. Uh, Fire Emblem. Favorite, Fire Emblem is my. Yeah, that's all three. Yeah, Fire Emblem, Zelda, and then uh, Fatal Frame. Oh, go back. There's something really cool about the 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 uh, Fire Emblem one. It says here that they're doing a, t- a mainline game, and it features Marth. That's cool, because any of the recent Fire Emblem games, they went pretty deep in some of those other families. Um, uh, what was the the what, Three Houses uh, that was on yeah. the Switch, right? That's mm-hmm. a great game. Whew, man, you got to put some hours into that to get the whole story, but uh, that's yeah. really cool. They announced the collector's edition that you won't be able to buy. Yes, Bayonetta three. Let's fucking go. Bayonetta uh, three got a bunch of gameplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. October twenty eighth. Okay. Oh right. yeah, the GoldenEye is coming out for a Switch, and also it game- has online play. It's coming what? Xbox too, though. Yep, game it's coming pass. Xbox. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait. What? Okay, hit me with this because I, 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 first off, GoldenEye with online play and it brushed up would be awesome. Uh, but you said Xbox is going to be releasing GoldenEye? Yep. Both. It's coming to Switch and Xbox. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, let's also not sleep on Mario Party and Pokemon Stadium coming. Uh, and Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium 2 and Mario Party 2 and Mario Party 3. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I love those games. Uh, are they going to have online play for those as well? Uh, they did not say that. Yeah, oh, okay. It's part of the expansion pack, though. Pokemon uh, Stadium... I put a lot of time into both Mario Party and Pokemon Stadium. Uh, and what I mean that by that is, yes, I played the battles and stuff, but more specifically the mini games. <laughs> the Pokemon Stadium mini games are fucking sleepers, man. They're great. I finally get to play golf in my copy of uh, Wii Switch Sports or whatever. Mm. Moving too fast for my boomer eyes. That's oh, sorry. Xenoblade Chronicles. I need to get into Xenoblade. I've heard it's a good series. Um, it's good, too. Yeah. Uh, Zach, did you have any? Oh, actually, Andy, because I don't think you gave your three. What's your three? Uh, P- fucking Pikmin. It's the game that everyone would love if they could just get over the fact that it's about little flower people. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's cool that Crisis Core is going to come out on the Switch. That's probably what I'll try to play it on. I know they didn't change the gameplay, but whatever. I'm over it. I'm going to give it a shot. Crisis Core is going to come out for the Switch? Yeah, isn't that yes. cool? 
What? That's awesome. I've never played Crisis Core. <laughs> yeah, me neither. And I, I want to try it. So if they're going to make it on the Switch, at least I can like play it in handheld mode while I'm watching something. Awesome. To podcast. Oh, it, it's going to be the reunion one. Okay, cool. I mean, I the only thing I'm worried about there is, yeah, the, the gameplay. I'm a little concerned uh, about how that's going to play. And uh, they're going to remaster Tales of Symphonia from the GameCube for the Switch. Like, I know it's like, oh, it's an old game, but I'm always excited what? about it. Symphonia is a fucking awesome game. Yeah, I, a, good, oh. a really good friend of mine has a list. We did a thing where everyone listed games that they think everyone should play, and he mm-hmm. put it on there, and it was like the only, like, it was all like absolute banger, absolute banger, absolute banger, game I've never played, Tales of Symphonia from the GameCube, absolute banger, absolute banger. I was like, I guess I should fucking play Tales of Symphonia. Oh, it's $100, great. Oh, good. They're going to remaster for the Switch. So, yep, that, really fucking right hard to find. That's about what I was about to say. It's like, yeah, it's really hard to find for the GameCube. Uh, yep. It's up there with the Fire Emblem game, actually. Like, yeah, one of the harder games to find. Yeah. Uh, I, I marked, I, I mean, I marked that more for Zelda because I'm like, finally. <laughs> they finally announced it with a date, which is May 12th of 2023. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Like, Zelda and Bayonetta are both, like, fucking thrilling, but we knew about those. You know, the other ones were, like, a surprise. Mm hmm. Zach, what about you? What's your three that you're excited for? Uh, Bayonetta, Fire Emblem. Uh, I, I don't know what else is here yet. Actually, I didn't look. I just I just knew that it happened. So We're making a everything? bunch of cloud versions of Resident Evil cloud yeah. versions. Mm. Yeah, well, I've, I've yelled what like eight times. I don't know what I'm most excited about. Man, this is it's cool. Oh, Octopath Traveler looks cool. I guess. Yeah, yeah Octopath Traveler two got announced as well. I, I guess I'll that. say that just to be quick. Only for Switch, by the way. No, because I know Xbox has it, or at least PC Game Pass. It's only coming to Switch, but maybe they're gonna do like how it did with uh, the first one, where it goes to Switch and then goes to other uh, places. Comes out later, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that. that was Nintendo Direct. Um, there was a lot of fucking like farming games, like they have Harvest Moon and and and. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like you can plant stuff and marry some broad. Yes. Wow, I've never seen that, that life? before. That's life. <laughs> yeah, it's life. <laughs> Start a garden, dumbass. Oh, but state of play is where it was fucking at, dude. Because one, I was like, man, are we going to hear about Tekken 8? Is that going to be like we're going to have to wait a long time? Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. It's very bad. pretty. Tekken 8. I, I guess we all like Tekken now. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> If you watch the trailer, by the way, when it goes from the cinematic into the fighting, now keep in mind it's a trailer, and but they actually show the fighting in there, so it's not gonna. It, maybe that maybe it is gonna be the UI where you do certain moves. It does like all the cinematic stuff, but it looks fucking awesome. By the way, look at this. Does it have ray tracing? Is it for? Is it 8K? It looks is like it 120 it. frames. You you might be able to see a little turd come out of the ass. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that looked cool. Um, there were some games that like surprised me. Like uh, Demio was interesting to see. It kind of had like a. Uh, it's a VR game, by the way. If you have PSVR, yeah. it's like tabletop and stuff, and like D and D stuff that you'll huh. mo- move the characters around. Um, that was cool. Um, I know Andy's happy for this. Dragon Ishin. I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. A new Yakuza game. It's based on the Like a Dragon gameplay, and it takes place in like 1863. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Oh, we, we talked about that. We were like, man, they, they should do Yakuza, but it's like the old days. They are. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. 
Yeah, that looks cool. This is like uh, one of my favorite I'm happy about. Um, this one, I was like really, really interested. Um, when this first came on, I was like, oh, this might be the new Alan Wake game. Uh, Alan Wake survival, Driving yeah. Survival Adventure? Yeah, so you're in this car. Um, there's like some paranormal shit, and you have to survive. Um, it's like an apocalypse kind of thing. From a car? Yeah, from a car. And you just drive around and shit and do missions. That's kind of cool. I'm into that. Yeah, and it, I I was like, yeah, I'll play this. I'll fucking do it. Is it Death Stranding, but you're in a car the whole time? Probably. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a lot more precise. Drive Stranding. Uh, <laughs> and they had the Hogwarts game. I'm not ex I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so like. Yeah. No, I don't care about that. I'm sure if you like Harry Potter, you'll like it. Um. Oh, this this is what uh, <laughs> a lot of people are just like, what the fuck is this? But PlayStation Stars is a reward system, a loyalty system where you get NFTs. You get all these uh, oh fuck off these digital things. <laughs> so why is everybody getting into NFTs when it fucking just bottomed out? Like I don't understand. Because <laughs> they started developing it when it was big, and now they're like, fuck, we spent a million dollars on this. We got to do something with it. I've heard it. Yeah, probably... I want to hear about this and that uh, the Ronin game real quick because these seem like really cool. Uh, the Team Ninja deal. Yeah, Project Eve, by the way, has a name now. It's called Stellar Blade. Um, this game looks cool. It looks fucking amazing, dude. Uh, look at this, that ass. Look at that ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks very, I don't know, like steampunky. Damn, look at that ass. Another ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this a sequel to PNO3 or whatever that game was called? Yeah, that's what, I've always wanted a sequel to that game. <laughs> yeah, but it looks interesting. Um, and it was in uh, Japanese voiceovers, by the way, because I think the Tokyo Game Show is coming up soon, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Final answer, yes. Yeah. Uh, that looked cool. Um, what we got? Oh, here we go. Rise of Ronin. Um Andy made a good point. It's it, which is funny, by the way, because Assassin's Creed is gonna get their own Japanese game or right. Japan game soon. Uh, but it looks like Ghost of Shishima versus uh, mixed with with <laughs> with Assassin's Creed. It had a very Assassin's Creed vibe because the guy like jumps off a tower and uses a glider and shit. But this game looks interesting as well. Like I love that setting and I like the the premise of the black ships arrived and it's. It's the United States Navy, like, saying, look, you guys are going to open up to trade to the rest of the world, okay? Mm -hmm. um, that's really cool. It's just, like, Team Ninja games, I get it. It's kind of like, oh, it's really quick, twitchy, fucking third-person action gameplay. And I like that, but it, it can't make me as thrilled as, like, a dragon. I'm sorry. So we have here uh, another game that I'm this whole fucking thing. I was interested in most of the games. Uh, yeah. At first I thought, it, I thought, Oh my God, is this um, armored mech or armored core? No, not armored core. Uh, oh. uh, Titanfall? God damn it. Um, Square Enix turn-based mech combat is the Colonel front mission. Yeah. I thought it was front, front mission, mission for a quarter of a second. I was like, yes, and then I saw that it wasn't, and, I, and I'd never recovered. <laughs> the, the way I, the way I look at it is like if Japanese made a like, remember that movie, The Boy and His Dog, but it's like the girl and her mech. It's kind of like that uh, in some Japanese way. I, I'm interested. 
to see what it's oh, all. Oh, so it's uh, what's what's the game that was a sequel to Shadow Colossus or like in a spiritual sequel? It was like the oh the Trico? Guardian, or Guardian, yeah, Last Guardian, oh, Last, Last Guardian. Guardian. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that. It's you just got Trico, the big cat bird yep. thing, and you have a yeah. mech now. Um, so so Sony trolled everybody because they're like, we have one more announcement. And fucking got a war. Who and cares? It, it, no, no, no. They they fucked with us because the last time they uh, had a shitty trailer, uh, and then they were just like, "We have one more announcement. Here's a fucking controller." <laughs> and people were pissed on social media in the chat that I was reading. But then they went into the trailer, and by God, if you haven't played God of War yet for the PS4, I know I bought it for somebody for Christmas. I forgot. It who. was me. I haven't played it yet. You need to play this what? fucking game. Okay, what whatever you have on your list of things you have to do, play this game. I can't even recommend it more. It's one of my like it's top five, I mean, no, maybe top three I've got, favorite I've games got like I've ever played. Thirty games on my list that are all like, oh, it's the best game ever made. Oh my god, this is it a ten. My deck's so good. It's a ten out of ten. I don't give it a it, lot of it ten. It really 10s. is. It, it legitimately, if I had to, gun to my head, had to pick three games to have on an island to play the rest of my life. God of War from PS4 would be one of those games. We'll like it's that fucking good. I, I, I yeah, it's just me, but it's it's you should play it. But Chaz, if you have a chance, watch the trailer because if you're into mythology, you're gonna be you're gonna mark out for one of the the uh, gods and that are revealed in this. It's not. It's, okay. it's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> 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 And it'll work for me, brother. No, I'm excited. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I plan on trying to watch it later anyway, so that's perfect. I'll just watch it right after. I'm, I'm hyped for this. Mm-hmm. That and I don't care. What, I do. I get to miss the whole thing about people be mad about the troll, or whatever. That controller looks fucking sweet. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like a lot of people, they always have high hopes. Like, oh, this is where Silent Hill comes. <laughs> and you had a lot of people that the Silent Hill. And I was like, no, it's not coming out, you fuckers. Like everyone's I'm... like, oh, Kojima was editing a trailer. It's gonna be so. It's coming Metal Gear Silent Hill. Yeah. Solid Snake goes to Silent Hill. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I, in my opinion, now I can't like say which one is better. Um, but I will, because one direct, Nintendo does a thing now where they do a direct when the game's coming out in like the next five months and stuff. Um, state, uh, state of the play, they're kind of doing the same thing as Nintendo as well, where they're just like, here's what's coming out in the next five months. But there were some other games that were just surprising to me. But I enjoyed the state of play more than Nintendo. I'm still hyped for Zelda, but uh, that's what I think. But just be excited about games. That's fine. Yep. I, I, I felt like from what I saw, what I saw right there, just like from a raw amount of info, like it looked like there was a lot more revealed during the Nintendo Direct, like a lot of it was new longer, stuff. So yeah. It, okay, that's fair. It looked like there was a lot more there that seemed kind of cool. Um, but uh, some of those new games, uh, I mean, Tekken Eight seems really cool. Um, I tried to get into Seven. I think the problem is it was just kind of late to the party, but it yeah, is fun. Um. So eight will be a blast to, to try out, but at the same time, uh, yeah, that that uh, Ronin, Rise of Ronin looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's check that out. Of course, God of War, exciting. I, I'm gonna be really torn because so, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and I, I think, I think it's that and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet come out like within the same week of each other. God if damn I remember. it! Fucking November, man. Yeah, that's gonna be a really like harsh, harsh month. Not for me. 
I don't give a fuck about Pokemon. Oh, well, <laughs> that's fine. Fucking, I'm gonna uh, be. I won't say that on on fucking live air. We will get canceled. Uh, Pokemon's great. You shouldn't hate him. Yeah, Kratos is gonna catch all the Pokemans. I don't hate. Him. I play that game. I play a game where Kratos catches Pokemans. I play that too. Actually, <laughs> he catches them by murdering them, and he catches their spirit. Get here. Grabs them and like, puts <laughs> them He's like here. grabbing harpies and like jamming them in fucking beach balls. <laughs> 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 you know, fun fact: turtles are actually attached to their shell, so they don't just come out like everybody thinks they do. Like, boy, I choose out. you. <laughs> it's a squirrel called Boy. Squir- a squirrel called Boy. <laughs> That's the name of the game. <laughs> I'll fucking get the collectors again. That sounds like an independent foreign film. A squirrel called Boy. <laughs> um, we call it, but yeah. By the way, Zach, your thing is happening again. I don't know what's happening. Okay, we're wrapping up anyway. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to catch more Big Trouble podcasts, make sure you go to all the podcast services, Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, Also, uh, we're on YouTube. We're going to be doing Getting Some Color this Thursday. Remember to watch it because we're going to be talking about CM Punk and all the drama and All Out as well, even though the drama is more. But I'm going to sign off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.